All right, let's do a show. All right. <laughs> I've had enough of this. All right. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 31 of Random Draw Board Game Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Mann, here with always Mark Belial. Hey, guys. And Dave Hubbard. That's me. Ooh, I that mumbled your like, name. That was, that was like really sensual. You like got really in yeah. there on the mic. Mark's here. Also Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Dan knows where his bread is buttered. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I know what I like. Uh, if you're not familiar with our show, we are a board game podcast. We talk about board games, although today we'll talk about a little mix of board games. Something else, a little teaser, if you will. Yeah. And you I'm will, because you're already here. Yeah, you, you're in you, for the long haul. You just sit back and you've already take wasted it. data downloading this. So you <laughs> might as well listen. So on today's show, we're going to talk about two board games, and we are also going to talk about what board games. No, no, that's not true. What video games <laughs> we want to be turned into board games? And if it already exists, sorry, right? Because we would it. buy it. As it turns out, I would out. buy yeah. it. I'll mm-hmm. waste my money. Please, I waste my money on so much. <laughs> and then uh, today's topic, or talkic, as we like to call it, because dumb. For reasons. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're going to talk about deck builders. So that's a, a common term used in our community, and maybe somebody out there doesn't know exactly what we mean when we say that, so we'll explain it today and just talk about our feelings on it. Here's a hint. Mark used to be con deck builder. Mm-hmm. Now he's, now he's pro s- deck Yeah, he's like builder. sliding towards. I don't yeah, know how yeah, far yeah. I was. I was once a deck building agnostic. <laughs> you didn't know how you felt uh-huh. about it? Yeah, I was like kind of in the middle. Like, okay, yeah. it either exists or it doesn't exist. I don't know. That's You weren't sure of its existence. <laughs> but, you know, the, I've gotten some evidence and I'm willing to say maybe I was wrong. Maybe I was wrong. No, you were wrong because we played deck builders. Yeah, they're great. No, I mean, I just, I just need a little bit more, though. Save it for the talk. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about our first game tonight. First game we played this uh, past few weeks was Isle of Cats. Yeah, whole island of them, but, but they need to get off it. They need to get off that island. So the premise of this game, <laughs> yeah. if you're curious. Sweet, sweet flavor. There is uh, Dr. Evil or whatever his name is. Probably not that because I feel like that's a lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> but Dr. Evil did like cats, actually. Yeah, that's so. true. So probably not him. Yeah. So this evil gentleman is sailing his ship to this island of cats. He's going to destroy the whole world, but first... Start with this island. So we're like, that sucks. Yeah. Let's get these cats off this island. Which does nothing for the cats in the long run. Like, we all die when the world gets destroyed. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, are these, are these cats, like, magical? They are cats. Okay. So, no. So, no. No, yeah. it's the answer. Just, somehow they're on this island. They are multicolored. I, I don't. Oh, that's they, true. They are the nice mm-hmm. looking I don't cats. have more information than they are cats <laughs> okay. on an island. All right. You can make whatever backstory So you win you by mildly prolonging a number of cats' lives with your ship. And your own. <laughs> it's a metaphor for 2020. <laughs> so the players are all sailing out to this, this island and collecting cats in baskets and placing them on your ship. So the ship is a, a pretty good-sized board, and there's grids on the ship. Mm-hmm. And, and each of you has your own. Everybody has their own, right? And these cats are all, what's a tetra-shaped tetrahedron? No. Tetramino. Tetramino. Oh, tetramino. Thank you, Mark. That's a fun word. These cats are all tetramino shapes, so they fit on this grid in certain ways. Mm -hmm. So you're trying to fill this ship up with cats, and you're jamming them all together because apparently they don't care about personal space. Yeah. Despite being cats. But they do, though. They won't get into a better shape. Yeah. Like, (laughs) the cat chooses how it's going to lie. Yeah. And then it stays lying Mm -hmm. exactly like that, regardless of whether my ship... Right. Can fit it well. You will not be putting cats on top of other cats. No. That Speaking is as a person who lives with a cat, mm-hmm. that is true. The cat Which, the cat do what the cat do. Yeah. And then you just kind of have to live with it. Mm, yeah. Mm. I don't have any cats. Neither, nor do I. That is the end of my sentence. Okay. <laughs> it was less a story and more a statement. I had a cat yeah. when I was younger, like mm-hmm. a child. 
and that cat's name was Killer, and it was a calico. Ooh, calico and it, cat. It literally killed stuff because it was a cat. Yeah, yeah. That's what cat do. Yeah, that's the end of my story. Cats I don't know what outside to it. Uh, domesticated outside cats apparently terrible for the environment. Oh, yeah. yeah, just little serial killing fur balls. Of yeah, death. That's like, why <laughs> if you own a cat, keep it inside. Do not let it outside. That's why I assume there's nothing else on this island but cats. <laughs> because of that many cats on this island, <laughs> slaughter the rest. Of it. It's just cats. It's and just cats of mice and just <laughs> birds, skeletons everywhere yeah. else. Yeah. This game has some card drafting elements to Mm -hmm. it. So in the center of the board is the island, and then you populate each side of the board with cats. The left side of the board costs a certain amount of mice because that, or I'm sorry, fish, because that's how you are luring the cats into your basket. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) On the left side, it's three fish. On the right side, it's five fish. So you are going to take two cards, pass uh, pass the rest of your hand to the left, and then you're going to keep doing that until you have six cards laid down. And then you're going to take your turn and play that card. Mm-hmm. So like I said, in order to get a cat to your boat, you need a basket. So everybody always has one generic basket that they can always use, but also the cards have baskets on it. Yeah. And so you can combine baskets, lure more cats onto your ship. You can also get yeah. You can also get loot and all the loot and gold and stuff or chests. They're in different shapes than the cats. So yes. you, there, some are just one square big, so you can kind of fill those spaces where you didn't jam the cats close enough together. <laughs> and then then you just really keep doing this. You basically play cat Tetris and then yeah. fill in spaces with mm-hmm. uh, gems and treasure and try to fill your boat. Right. Yeah. Not all the cards are, are for getting cats. Some of the other cards are for scoring, and it's specific scoring to you or scoring for the whole table. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of a neat mechanic. Like, I think you did it. One of you did it where you played a card that I ended up making out really well it was me yeah it was me yeah i think you gave me like 12 points and you only got like four out of it or something it's worth it though agreed i agree that it was worth it (laughs) it's hard to tell where things are gonna go yeah (laughs) so you get at the end game scoring you get bonus points for having different like if you group certain amount of cats together Mm -hmm. the scoring is kind of wonky in the end but there's a little chart that you go right down and it makes it a little bit easier was it dry race I'm going to give it a solid maybe. I don't <laughs> yeah. really recall. Smart. We yeah. played a game where the scoreboard was dry erased recently, and I yeah. don't remember if it was Isle of Cats. It should not. be all of them, but it's sometimes not. Sometimes yeah. it's smelly I paper. I want to say it was, but then okay. again, I mean, who knows? It's two against one. But I'm not sure about two that. Two fours and one maybe. So Yeah. <laughs> According to that math, yes. Yeah. So Random yeah. Draw, the number one board game <laughs> podcast for specific rules. <laughs> you want to know something specifically about a game? Too bad. Yeah. <laughs> I can't just remember things. I don't take notes. Right. You just reach your hand in the bag, and what comes out of our mouth is what yeah, comes out. That mm-hmm. is another thing. There's a big bag that you pull there. The ca- oh, man. We, and we are a pro bag podcast. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. reaching my hand in a bag. Mm-hmm. And that it's sounds It's a big old weird. bag of cats, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A ba- Normally, reaching your hand into a bag of cats would be a bad thing. Agreed. Yes. I can't <laughs> see your hand coming out in in just the one piece it went in in no yeah. no yeah no. you'd be missing you know skin what do you think would be worse <laughs> reaching your hand into a yeah. bag of cats or like reaching your okay. hand into the giant uh basket of crabs you get after a day of crabbing oh man um i'm allergic to crabs so that i say the cats would still be worse i think the claws shredding is worse than getting pinched i think the crabs could kill me is my problem mm, mm, yeah. that's fair <laughs> that's what i'm most worried about and i guess if i my cat scratch gets infected i could yeah, also cat die. scratch fever cat scratch, I could fever. Also song about cat scratch fever and god yeah. help you if a cat decides it's just gonna bite you for real because i mean you're looking at like two huge puncture wounds i, I choose neither. i guess i gotta choose I just- I choose both. I'm gonna yeah. keep my arms at one arm into the crabs, one arm into the cat. Pack. I put the crabs in with the cats, and then 
wait a few minutes and then I reach <laughs> my hand in because hopefully they're fighting each other yeah. and I'll be ignored. Yeah. And you just like you just worm your way in there. That's <laughs> science, really. <laughs> I like the art in this game a lot. Yeah. The art's fantastic. The, the cats whole, were cool. The whole pr- <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. <laughs> the cats oh, are cool. Man. I really like your shirt today. It's very cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, so dumb. Mark. This is why I can't be genuine with you people. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. So the cats were really neat. Uh, they they even had like the special cats. Yeah. The oh white, yeah, the white Persian cats. Oh shacks. Oh shacks. That's what. Yeah, they they're like called. special cats. You get if you happen to get the card that goes around. Yeah, you can collect they got, like, these like, cool oh shacks. on their ears. Yeah, they're like white, and all the cats are different colors. Mm-hmm. And you're, like I said, you can group them together. There's also Families. You want to yeah. put your cats into well-defined clouders. That's what a group of <laughs> yeah, cats. Yeah, a group of yep. cats called a clouder. A group of cats is called a clouder. That's right. not true. It's a thing you said before on this podcast, Daniel. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yep. Oh man, I don't even remember the nonsense I talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out if you just say crazy stuff your whole life, you forget it all. Well, yeah. here's the worst part. I remember in that episode, Mark looked up the real term for groups of cats. Mm. I can't tell you what either of those terms is, <laughs> but I remembered clouder. So I think clouder. <laughs> The world that I come up with that. <laughs> and I believe um, at the it was like a Concordia of cats. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. It was very, it was very so weird. Stupid. <laughs> oh man, do you yeah. ever like get presented with your own idiocy? And oh then you yeah, just can't Regularly. believe it. I've yeah. been living that because I've been making that master games list, oh, so I get yeah. to listen to every single dumb thing I've ever said. <laughs> It's always worse secondhand. Like, I'll, I don't always listen to our podcast. Just, I lived it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but when I do sometimes, like, there's at least a couple times an episode where I'm just like, oh, you idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? And th- this will be two times in a row because Clowder. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> Came I'll back around. that. Yeah, it was very good. I like listening to myself and then being like, man, I wish I had that one back. <laughs> yeah, yikes. Sorry, world. Like the entire Sweets episode? Yeah, yeah. No, that, that one's one. gold. Yeah, episode, uh, what was episode four? It's, I don't know, but it's called Two Sweets Out of Four. Yeah. Go look it up. It's super embarrassing for me, and I'm going to keep telling everyone about it. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's yeah. real funny. Yeah. Uh, so in, in Isle of Cats, you are also trying to organize cats in different rooms inside your um, ship. There's different rooms. And mm-hmm. cats don't care about walls, apparently, because you could just lie, lie right over the top of it. Oh, or maybe they're not walls. Maybe it's just like uh, the size of a hedgerow it's in like your ship. and partition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your ship's filled with cubicles. Yeah, But it's like you only had an enough uh, material or money to buy like two cubicles so you just cut the tops off of them so they're just real short cubicles he's from accounting (laughs) mine's an office ship yeah Yeah. we're an accountant ship (laughs) welcome to my ship so it's so there's also uh, maps on your ship and mice that you're trying to cover up with these cats or not cover up because some of the score cards help you out yeah some of the Mm -hmm. some of the special rules that can be played can help you or hurt you in that and there's a lot of different scoring in this Mm -hmm. but but overall the production value is fantastic on this Mm -hmm. it's really good and this is a really popular game. People like this. I didn't know when I first heard about it. I didn't know what to think because it sounds kind of dumb. Yeah. Cats on a board. I was surprised you bought it, honestly. In this, my this, face. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> uh, this game definitely seemed like way more up my alley. Yeah, I would have is no compulsions buying a board game about cats. I like good things. Mm, That's true. Mm. I like nice things. Mm-hmm. 
And that's what I do. <laughs> I do two things. I shiplap my living room yeah. and I buy board games. That's about the ass. only things I do from now on. Yeah. And I've already shiplapped. So. <laughs> so board games about cats it is. No, but I really liked it. Mark, do you have information I do about have, Isle of Cats? I do have information about Isle of Cats. Yeah, Isle of Cats, published in 2019 by the City of Games. Oh, that's a new game. I didn't realize City it was of so Games, new. Isle of Cats. Isle of Cats. I don't like, what else they do? Oh. Oh, yeah. City of gotcha. Games? Yeah. <laughs> uh, just another episode of me not being prepared. I thought you always told us yeah. what they always do. Uh, depends on the thing. <laughs> it depends on how I'm feeling. Depends on, <laughs> depends on how I'm feeling uh, at the moment. Uh, I, I can look it up. Hold I'm on. almost proud of us, Dan. We have no idea what's on that piece of paper, and we consistently find at least true. one thing that's not. If mm-hmm. we ask enough questions, something's not going to be on We there. don't even ask that many questions, that's though. That's true. Sometimes I totally yeah, you guys are like, <laughs> It's just because we've known each other for so, so long, you guys know exactly. Like we can snipe I'm, you. Yeah, yeah. I could smell when you're thinking, don't ask me something. <laughs> like, wait City a minute, Mark. Of... Oh, don't ask him. Oh, got it. Yeah, Mark's hiding something from me. <laughs> Are you looking up? City of Games. Oh, good. This is good radio. Fedoran Gardens. Oh, the never Doran heard. Of. Fedora City, Gardens. We did see City, <laughs> City of, of Kings. City of at, Kings I'm familiar uh, with. Yeah, we saw that at PAX, I believe. They were demoing it. That's a game that people seem to find adequate. <laughs> yeah. It's fairly uh, fine. Designed by Frank West, who did design for City of Kings. <gasps> Wait a minute. Frank West is in Dead Rising? Isn't that the guy's name oh, in Dead it is, Rising? Isn't it? Yeah. Oh, man. Boom, zing. I should have wrote that down. Good. This is a nice teaser for later on. It's not, though. It's not, not this episode. <laughs> not this one. Uh, art, 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 <laughs> the art was done by Frank West, who uh, also did the art for uh, Fedoran Gardens. Fedora and a Gardens. gentleman yeah. by the name of Dragalisco. AKA, what a cool name. A.K.A. Luis Javier Lorente. That this is his nickname? First game. Yeah. Dragalisco? Let me tell you. Dragalisco. That, that's that his sounds board like game a, name. It sounds like a name I would make a D&D character. Dragalisco. Yeah. I am Dragalisco. What kind of character is he? Probably a barbarian. He Dra- talks about his pecs a lot. Dragonborn barbarian? Yep. He's going to get the circlet of oh, blinding or whatever it's called where you can, uh-huh. you can shoot bolts. <laughs> But he's gonna shoot him with his pecs. Oh, gotcha. right out of the nips. Mm-hmm. I, I want to do <laughs> a weird podcast. I want to do a. I want to do a dragonborn bard named Dragadisco. This, <laughs> you know what? I love and hate that. This podcast is so weird right now. Are we doing a good job or a really bad job? And I can't yes. tell. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, uh, let's go with ra- it. Let's. Yeah. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, let's rate Isle of Cats on our scale. Our rating scale. We do one to ten, not using number seven because we didn't think number seven is a cop out. So you choose good or bad. Yeah, don't uh, be a coward. Pick not seven. <laughs> don't be a baby. Uh, Isle of Cats, how many Dragaliscos out of ten would you give <laughs> Isle of Cats, Dave? Not using seven, though. Don't you I get? give this game a six. Okay. Oh. I did very much enjoy playing this game, but in the grand scheme of the games that I play, <laughs> I I do not think it was on the upper scale. It was good. It was a perfectly good game. It, absolutely nothing was broken. I did have a good time. The little puzzle mechanic with all of the little cats and pieces, it was enjoyable. But at the end of the game, I did not find myself excited to play it again. Mm-hmm. I found myself like, oh, that was fun. What else could we play? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, six for me. Isle of Cats, not using number seven. How many Dragaliscos would I give Isle of Cats? Should have had this prepared more than that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you're almost letting our listeners in on the fact that we don't pre-think about these numbers. We talk about the games and form our opinions whilst talking and then wildly throw out a number. Yeah. 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 That's why we do Reroll Corner. 
<laughs> that's exactly what real corn is for. Yeah, where uh, we restart it, where we talk about a game again because our own trash opinions need yeah. to be fixed. Where I go one year from now, play Isle of Cats and go, wait a minute, I either like or dislike this more than I said previously. Um, I see. Here's my problem because okay. scoring is a little wonky, mm -hmm. and that's what kind of frustrated me about the game. And I bet if I played it more, I can get a better idea of the scoring and, and how to plan ahead if we're playing. Um, <laughs> plan. <laughs> yeah, if I did that sort of thing. I'm going to give it a six. Yeah, I really like the game. I actually really do like it. And there's like a family version that takes some of the rules out that I plan on playing with Kira. Or as right now, it was six. Like, I, I don't hate it. I'd play it again, but I don't. It's not world shattering. Mm. That's fair. Sure. Those are all fair. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It's my money. Uh <laughs> Mark, Isle of Cats, mm. 1 to 10, not using 7. And why do you give it a 10? Dragaliscos. Well, Dra I give it a 10 <laughs> on account of all the clouders of cats that it has. Oh, I get it. Oh, you're making a joke at me. I get it now. Honestly, this game it would be kind of the perfect 7. That's why you can't do it. Why we make can't it, do it. Make so, an opinion. On the strengths of its art direction, uh -oh, hello. I like all of the cats quite a bit. Yeah, right to 10, huh? They're all fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like to... Normally, I'm not like a super huge fan of card drafting <clears throat> mechanics, but this was actually really enjoyable. We're getting you. to draft two cards and then pass them on. That uh, was actually <laughs> one of my favorite mechanics in the game. Yeah. I love card drafting. Yeah. I'm going to give this game an eight. Hey -o! Eight Dragaliscos out of 10. So that is a total of... Also, oh. if I could... 20. I would love to <laughs> talk a little bit about the um, top part of the board that is thicker oh, yeah. for a this cat. Is this is actually Yeah, it's got like yeah. a little bullseye target. So you take the top of the board off, and it's got a little target, and it said, place cat here. Yeah, and the board's th like, and the super box thick and thicker. reinforced. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it'd be hard to tear up. So a, we mean a live cat. Like, you can put your actual cat. You put whatever. It, I don't want yeah. to tell you what kind of cat to put yeah. in there. Any kind of cat. A lion, if you will. <laughs> My cat. I just was, said live. I didn't yeah. say. It could be a lion. It doesn't yeah. have to be a lion. My cat <laughs> is a boxy boy, and mm. so he will sit in any box. Like, I have a Converse box that he is much too big for, but he will try to, like, sit in. <laughs> That's so so weird. Just, cats are so weird with yeah, that. Yeah, cats are weird, but they like small places, so. My dog likes hiding under the bed. Well, that's a cave animal. That makes sense to me. <laughs> you got it. But he's not good at it because, like, he'll crawl to the bed, but his whole butt will be out of the bed. You'll see, you'll see just his little butt, and you'll be like, oh, thank God you live with people. Yeah, you walk into the room, and you just see a tail <laughs> wagging. You're like, oh, good hiding spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah our, we have a three-legged dog, and he tries to get under things, but he can't crawl because you need front paws to do it. Yeah. Do he tries his best. Mm. He does. We support him. Guys are locomotives, man. That's all you can do. I was like, yeah, that guy gets around. Yeah. He does this thing. So that's Isle of Cats again from uh, Isle of City Games. Town, City of City town of Games. Names. Si what? City, City of, of Games? City of Games. City of Games. Good. I'm sure they'll like the way we promoted it. Um, <laughs> so, so we're going to deviate a second here, and we are talking before the show about what video games, we're all big video game players here, what video games would we like to see turned into a board game? If we say a board game, or uh, whatever, one of these games, and it's already a video game. No, no, dang it. It's already a board game. Let us know. Because, I mean, we don't know all the all the games. Yeah, and we didn't do any research also. So Nope. Yeah, this was definitely a snap judgment. Yeah, research is mark work. Yeah. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> He refused to do any of it. So. <laughs> mm -hmm. Dave, tell us about your first... We're only doing two apiece, so tell us about your first video game you would like to see turned into a board game. I would love to see No Man's Sky as a board game, and I want it to be a fully co-op experience. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly a story-driven exploration game. Okay. Ooh. So basically think Forgotten Waters in space. Okay. I would play that. Yeah. I would absolutely love it. Does the first hour of the game, you there's not much to do? 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and, your, and your ship doesn't and your ship doesn't work. Your ship doesn't work. <laughs> and the then, first hour of the game is you building your ship. Building your ship by uh-huh. uh, search and search and recover. Yeah. It's a lot of mining space material. <laughs> space mining. <laughs> That's what well, I was playing that game a couple weeks ago and my wife's like, Oh, you're playing the space mining game again? <laughs> I was like, I don't because that does what it feels like. I you spend a lot of time mining. So mm-hmm. like here I am mining. Late of, game you spend a lot spend, of time looking for cobalt. Yeah. yeah. Late game you spend way less time mining. Well which the is problem nice. is you have to get to that part yeah for sure you have to mine to that part of the game <laughs> when you're 190 hours into your play <laughs> yeah you mine significantly less too much uh i would play that i think yeah, that sounds that'd be fun. a lot of fun especially if it were like super open world and narrative driven mm-hmm. I, I, I was thinking very like literally pretty much forgotten waters um that style of exploration game or something like uh, arabian nights mm-hmm. where it is a but a co-op so not quite arabian nights but very much open world exploration, but like tiles mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. something along those lines where you're exploring out as you go. And so the, the board's completely different every time. Yeah. Uh, but a ton of story, like a real thick book with a ton of story, or maybe an app that drives it mm-hmm. uh, with a ton of story. I think yeah, it'd be a cool. blast. Yeah. I like, I, like, I like the idea of like being able to use that planetary data that you can find, mm-hmm. like to just unlock certain story beats. Like oh that's yeah a, that's a pretty elegant way of doing it and there's already a ton of equipment in the game so there's a ton of easy upgrades you could give the characters that you could right. port over for a board game and- oh my mm-hmm. multi-tools even more multi <laughs> but it'd be like a blast if you and your friends each had your little ship uh that you flew around in but then like you could buy a freighter and upgrade it together and now it's like your team freighter and you're going out and doing stuff i think it'd be a blast i think it'd be, it'd be a real good game or yeah. it'd be terrible who knows if i made it it'd be terrible <laughs> i don't know how to make it work uh my game i would like to see done is grand theft auto oh so we are a big fan the group of us of brook city very much board so. game. love yeah. that game and so in Brook City is a co-op police get em game. Yes. Well we are hitting the mean streets and trying to take down crime. So, yeah. So this would be similar to that, but inverse. <laughs> so but now we are the crime. Yeah. Now you are the crime. And there's like <laughs> cops and you could get higher wanted levels. And the more wanted levels you get, the more people come out. If you get killed, you just go to the hospital, pay some cash. Pay some cash. Lose some good respect. To go. Is this co-op like Brook City though? Or can we shoot each other? Uh, no, you can't. Sh- well... No, I'm going to say it's not co-op. It's like competitive co-op. Mm. You can't shoot each other, okay. but you can come together for heists oh, and split, I like it. split the money. That's awesome. Or like I'm gonna turn double on cross each other. <laughs> I'm for sure double-crossing yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. I so like that. I, That's really cool. I think that would be fun. Yeah, it would probably be like four hours. <laughs> I'd play anything. You could do like, yeah, uh, we're not you could do like parodies, uh, kind of like instead of cops, but just famous criminals. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Although, can you get sued for using criminal names? Like... Like, because they're parodies like from media. Well, their parodies were all like cops in TV shows. Yeah. So you it was the, the right. But, but just also, like one of the criminals, criminals <laughs> one of the criminals was Guy Fieri. But yeah. it was like not yeah. Guy Fieri. <laughs> he was going to take you to Flavortown. <laughs> I heard a whole story. I read this whole story about Guy Fieri's Lamborghini got stolen. Oh, really? And the thing that blew me away is Guy Fieri owns a Lamborghini. Yeah. I thought it was Guy Fieri. Fieri? What am I saying? Fieri? Fieri? It's Fieri. Is it? It is. I have no idea. Yeah. It's Fieri. Okay. Then. I could point him out of a lineup. That's Hard true. Not. <laughs> I could point him out of a lineup from like the scalp up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there he is. Or yep. the back, because you can always see his sunglasses if you're yeah, looking at his back. <laughs> what oh my god, his eyes are back white, there. White yeah. sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. Where yeah. you got Fieri? Yeah. yeah. Uh Mark, what tell me about a video game you'd like to see Ooh, in a board game. My f- you know, I honestly thought like a really cool action game would be like Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Okay. 
I played like an hour of that. Yeah, yeah. You didn't care for it very much. <laughs> I don't like Souls-type games. Yeah, because yeah. I'm not good enough at video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this one's like jacked up to 11 because it's all about how quick are your reflexes. And not, they are not. They're yeah. not. <laughs> the answer is not. <laughs> but yeah, I love like the aesthetic of like feudal Japan. Like, yeah. I love samurai. I do like that aesthetic. Like, I love any of that Akira Kurosawa stuff. Give me all of it. Shoot it directly into my veins, please. So, like, what kind of game is it? Yeah. So, I'm thinking it is, like... It's Takedo. It's Takedo. It's Takedo. It's Isle of Cats. It's 100% And you're tiquedo. putting samurais on a ship. Mm, I like it. I like it. <laughs> uh, it's actually kind of a competitive stealth game with some combat elements. Maybe some dice rolling. I like the idea I do of like some dice, dice rolling. rolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean... Uh, yeah, and you get like lots Obviously. of cool little tools and upgrades. So like for dispatching guards and doing missions and stuff, you would get like supplies that you could upgrade your shinobi tool. <laughs> shinobi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so something like that. I like that. Yeah. I mean, I would play the. I bet I would like the board game way more than I like. I though. think you. I, would I also too. think that I would like the board game more than the. Video. There's a lot of something cool... about dying over and over again and not being able to get any better at the game <laughs> that <laughs> frustrates yeah. me. There's like a lot of cool like heroes that you could like play as characters like PCs in that game. I would like Black Hat Badger. That's a really cool character. I would play as a badger. Yeah, is he an actual badger? No, Does he's he a, also he's a, a he's a short little uh, assassin dude. Is he a hacker? Is his name Oddjob? If you translate is his, his name, name Oddjob. English, is it Oddjob? <laughs> <laughs> it's Oddjob. <laughs> <laughs> he's shorter than the other characters. Yeah, yeah. but he has hit. a black hat. He has black it's, hat. It's perfect. It's if, you, if you play a black hat badger on split screen, it's totally cheating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, that sounds fun. I would yeah. play that. Yeah. Uh, Dave Hubbard, uh, game number two. I did go double co-op on this. I went with okay. another co-op. Iron Brigade. Oh Ooh, my gosh, I love Iron gosh, Brigade. Right? Yes. That game is so much fun. So if you've never played Iron Brigade, it uh, was an Xbox 360 mm-hmm. game. I don't know if it came out on other consoles or I not because that was is all I own. Yeah. But it's on Game Pass right now. No, or it's is not. It? No, it's that's right. Not. We just re-downloaded it. I just we used happen to, to have it. it from gold. Iron Brigade is a mech game. So each of you are, they're called trenches in the yeah. game. They look like mechs. So each of you is a, a trench and they all do different things, but it's a cool because it's like a mix between mech warrior game mm-hmm. and a tower defense yeah. game. Yeah. Because you can Set also in like a World War Two. Yeah, very much World aesthetic. War Two vibe. Yeah. You can go around and, and like set up different uh, towers to defend whatever the objective is you're defending from these waves of enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you could do a lot of fun things with that. Like th- I think it would be a uh, almost a little bit like one where you have a ca- castle panic. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the one where you have a castle. And castle you're like panic. panicking? <laughs> yeah, there's like a castle in the middle of the board. And then like there's a lot of stuff happening and you kind of feel like, uh, you're yeah, panicking you're a little panicking? bit. What's the name of the game? game? Yeah. yeah. So it could be a little Castle Panic esque with a more complex board, but the board I'm thinking would actually be tiles mm-hmm. because you could have different setups for different scenarios that you're okay. playing. Yeah. Uh, so you're defending uh, mostly your ship would is what you defend in the the trench game yeah. or Iron Brigade a lot of the time, and then you just have waves of monsters coming and you're setting up little towers, and so they'll obviously do different amounts of damage in different ways, and special monsters come out, and you're all running around in your big old mechs. Doing stuff. And some of the mechs will be better at setting up towers. Yeah. Some of the mechs will be better at killing the enemies outright. I just I, think it'd be a really fun co-op. Yeah. I love now I want to play. It. I'm very right? I'm very pro mech. Oh my gosh. Any yeah. mech 
count me as as soon as I uh, as soon as we started talking about this topic, it was the first game that actually popped into my head. I was yeah, like, man, good job. Because playing that co-op with you guys is so much fun, and I want to play a board game version. I of wish it. it was updated. It is older. Yeah, like, it's definitely like an older it game. Doesn't play great. I think we. I think I'm gonna email that company. Yeah, we just need it remastered, man. Do you know what my favorite dumb thing in the video game version is? It's that if you change your outfit, it changes the way you salute. Yeah. It has no in-game effect. It just changes how you salute, you and salute, that is fun. Yeah. Or thumbs up or yeah. finger guns. <laughs> just, it's hilarious. And your right and left hand do different things. Yeah. So yeah. My favorite is the salute with the thumbs up. Yeah. That's really great. <laughs> it's so hilarious. That game's great. If you haven't played it, I don't know if you can even get it. But I have no idea. I'm sure. Try to check well, it out. It's, it's probably available on like backwards compatible. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I recommend it though. Yeah, I, I absolutely it's do. It's a ton of fun. It's more super fun, fun. More fun with friends though. Like it. Yeah, playing that game solo is fine, but playing it. And it, it has some lag issues now because it's it's so old yeah, I, game, that frame rate i assume yeah. their servers are not kept up well because yeah, they kept lagging out on us it's a little i mean it's fun yeah. you should play it. uh so my next video game i want to see turned into a board game would be borderlands oh so mm-hmm. so borderlands I, I would do the video game is co-op so i would do this game as a co-op and it would be very similar to like arcadia quest so you are going and completing missions and it's like mm. a campaign you're doing missions and and but i the most important thing is the gun deck has to be enormous. Yeah. Like there has to be yeah. so many and they don't all have to be good. No, just some ridiculous. Of them should be bad. Yeah. Just a ton of different guns. Mm-hmm. And so you could equip all these. Each character is gonna have their own special abilities, just like Arcadia Quest, like each character has their own abilities. But I want to be able to upgrade your tech tree, too, so you can make mm. them better at certain things. I, I literally want the video game just as a board game. <laughs> but I, I thought, like, the little chibis would be good for that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah but, totally. Oh, man, I would love to play. Oh, man. I just oh, man. Play Arcadia you imagine, Quest like, all day uh, anyway. Like, chibi Roland. Oh, man, so dope. Yeah. Or uh, what's the Iron Bear, like, getting into the Iron Bear? Oh, like, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. uh, Arcadia Chibi Quest Mose has, like... the big old Iron Bear? Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, Arcadia so Quest fun. has the riders, uh-huh. so you could put on the pets or whatever, and so now it just have a little mount for them. Yep. Get in yep. that. That'd be and so awesome. And then have, like, a little nest where someone else can climb in. Yeah, who do I have to talk to about this? Yeah, I think <laughs> you just have to talk to 2K. Yeah, dear 2K, 2K. 2K, dear 2K, here is Simon's email address. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please you, contact you them. You two talk. Please Get it together, them. make it happen. Yeah, I will here's back Here's $70. I will, oh, man, I will. Here's $200. <laughs> yeah. I, will, I will full back it. It'd be cool, too, like, if there was a way to, like, randomly generate the guns. Like, if you had, like, two, like a couple decks of cards. Oh, yeah. oh with then, different like, they were stats. bigger. Oh, yeah. like a gun and a stat. Like, and yeah. you put them together. Or, or like, put them like together. even parts of the gun. Like, if you had, like, the body. Yeah. Then you had, like, the scope. And then so and the handle, but they're all different things, and there's yeah. just three giant decks so of them. So here is what I would do. Here is what I was thinking. So you have the body of a gun, a huge deck, just the bodies of a gun uh-huh. and then so you put that down and then the powers of the car of the gun are clear except for the writing on the power and you lay it over the top of the gun oh, so it says nice. the, it says the gun and then the power which is like translucent so you just put uh-huh. it over the top so they're all interchangeable so you could have a crazy amount of yeah and, like, and depending on like the quality of the enemy that you kill yeah like, depends on get, what you get like what a, stack a better you pull st- yeah you get like a better color of, oh stupid oh, it's, it makes yeah. itself Makes this game itself. makes itself. I'm, oh you know gosh. what? I quit this podcast. I'm going into board gaming. <laughs> we did demo like the board game, uh, the board la- Borderlands. Oh yeah, claptrap game. Yeah, claptrap uh, game. there is technically a claptrap, like a Borderlands game. Something. But yeah. It was perfectly fine. It's like <laughs> claptrap's cheap party or something. Let me that. tell you that if I had to rate that game, <laughs> you putting hats and arms <laughs> on things. Seven would not be a thing I would miss. Yeah. <laughs> 
The guy was really selling it. But the guy he, was, yeah, he was working he was hard. Doing his he job. did a really good job for a game that needed a lot of selling work. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I was like, this game is not very fun. I like it when I see those guys, like, even if they're not working with, like, the best, they're yeah. still really working hard. Yeah. Sell that game, man. Yeah. I liked that guy more than I liked that game. Yeah. Well, that's like, what was it? That's my hot take on it was Gen Con. It was Gen Con yeah, where Gen we Con. saw the, the one game. That you uh, bought. Welkin. 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 That guy was the best salesman ever. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to buy this game too. We're all going to buy this game. But then I was really interested in Black Angel, and we saw the worst demo of Black Angel mm-hmm. ever. And I was like, maybe I don't like this game. I don't know, but I haven't played it. <laughs> I hear it's hot. I just, I don't know. I know. The way the demo went, it was kind of disappointing. Don't, ah, that guy really did a disservice. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Mark? Me? Mm. You're, oh, fine. You're the last cowboy the last cowboy yeah you gotta bring us out with a bang all right well i I don't i don't know about bringing it out with a bang if it's not good we'll have to edit this and switch it around yeah just cut it (laughs) just just cut it that is more editing work than i care to do all right uh my my last game uh i love the idea of doing a stardew valley board game just a super chill like just a super chill my carrots and can you marry yeah. townsfolk? Yeah, like you can date townsfolk. You can like. Can you date the other players? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not, baby? Let's just do it. Dan, I'm coming for you. You've, you'll I'm thinking, become. <laughs> but I'm the Pope, so it's a fief. So that fief game, joke. it's like the most relaxed game of all time. And some of my favorite experience in board games is like maybe not so much competing to win, but also just like enjoying a really fun, chill experience. Like what? Like dungeon uh, pets? Like viticulture. Okay. Also, we don't talk about Dungeon Pets. <laughs> I'm not familiar with Dungeon uh, <laughs> We will review it one day. <laughs> we will never review Dungeon Pets. Stop asking. <laughs> um, no, it's like viticulture, like okay. where like I'm just like doing my thing. I'm making some wine. Right. It should be a competition, but I'm more concerned with what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. And like that's a lot of what the fun of Stardew Valley is. Like you can go, you can do the game in a lot of different ways. You can be a miner. You can fight monsters. You can you so know, with just this get involved a, in the social aspect. So there's a sandbox game then. Kind of sandboxy. I kind of picture it a little bit like almost like an Agricola type deal where you're like managing a household. Sure. Is a bill paying game? I no. got to be honest, Mark. This does not sound like the most fun game. I, I don't know. know. I'm trying to think of like ways Sell you can spice like the- it up. But also like I keep thinking of like you want you want to have some of that vitico- viticulture flavor to it. Mm. Like where you're producing things. Mm-hmm. I do what do you like produce in that things. game though? Oh, you produce all kinds of stuff. I've like never if, you have, if you have, if you're like me, you just uh, make... <laughs> Nothing but wheat fields, oh, and then you have a beer barn where you a just age barn. all of your wheat into beer, and then you That's sell beer. That's not how beer works. But That's sure. how beer works. Yeah, well, <laughs> just you put age no, wheat Dave, into beer. Trust me, you just put the wheat in the barrel, mm. and then you wait for like two days, and then beer comes beer out. And it's beer. Yeah, <laughs> two days. I've been, I've been yeah. on a Budweiser tour. <laughs> Yeah, exactly so what happens. The game I bracked the most hours on, I literally had, they let you build barns for animals, but I would build barns and just fill them with barrels. And then I would had like a winery. I had like a brewery going. Oh man, you just. Yeah. Like you put hops speakeasy. in a barrel and then you end up with IPA. You put wheat, you end up with lager. Dave works at a brewery. That's how it all <laughs> works, right? <laughs> this is how it works. No, it's exactly how it works, Dave. You put crystal berries into the thing and you get crystal wine and then you sell it for a huge <laughs> profit. You get or, crystal meth. Or you can give it to, uh, uh, Leia. Princess Leia. No. Lee? Leah? Yeah. Leah. Princess Leah. Down by the river. She loves wine. And her brother. Best wife. Oh, man. Yeah, she lives in a van down by the river. Yeah, she lives <laughs> in a cabin by the river. That's what I will produce in this game. Wives. Wives. <laughs> <laughs> How many wives can I have? Yeah. How quickly can I get them? Is there a limit? Do you I just make, have to make sure they do don't you make meet children each other? in this game? You can. Uh, yes, you can. <laughs> 
not yeah, like, the end. Are you are you asking like on screen? No, 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 no. no. We're not no, playing The Witcher Mark. here. Yeah, no, you. Yeah, Witchers you, are you sterile. Can, well, the thing is, is like your partner always asks you, uh, always asks you if you're interested in having a baby. Oh, whoa, they're pressuring you. No, they're just like, hey, I, do you think it's time to expand the family? And you could be like, yeah. If you or say nah. no, then you get a divorce or no, whatever. If you say the no, equivalent like, in this okay, game well, is. Do they have baby fever? No, they're they really never hold about against you. Assuming you have a good relationship with your spouse, they never hold it against you. Also, well, that seems like real life, though. Like, yeah, if you true. have a good relationship with your spouse, yeah, yeah you should be fine. The other thing I like about the game too is if like you manage to get a same sex couple, mm-hmm. then you adopt a baby. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. neat. You can adopt like that. a baby. That checks out. Very cool. Open minded. Right. Loved it. That aesthetic would also look great on the tabletop. I like the eight bit aesthetic or whatever it is. Yeah, because there's like a lot of beautiful colors and like hand done art and everything. Huh. Yeah, it's uh, it could be a lot what of fun. What game is this? Stardew Valley. Valley. I've never played it. <laughs> Neither have I. Because I watched Mark play it once and I thought, nope, that's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny because the two games I like the most are probably like super chill tune out games and then also Dark Souls. <laughs> like the Soulsborne <laughs> totally games, which different. is like, yeah. I don't like either of those. Things. Well, yeah. see, but like my chill out game is No Man's Sky because at this level, I don't have to mind things. Like I could just sort of explore the galaxy at my whim. Nothing no, really can no. bother me that much. I don't care about so that. that's my chill game. Like I just go out and explore whatever. I don't have a chill game. No, I play games to win <laughs> not like, me like board games it's just like board games <laughs> play to win play to win so the next game we talked about uh, so that was our video games into board games a little something a little different yeah. and we did it for a reason yes we did it for a reason uh, because the second game we played was Hand of Fate, mm-hmm. which, which was originally a video game. It was a game for the 360 that I loved back in the day. So when I saw this come out on Kickstarter a couple years ago, I immediately backed it. And then actually Hand of Fate 2 is out now mm-hmm. on I, at it's least on Xbox. It's on sale right now. It but, is on sale right now. But I don't know if that information is going to be handy when this That's podcast fair. comes out. <laughs> um, and, well, and it's kind of neat because like in the video game, it's you playing a card game. Mm-hmm. And then it's the combat is live action in the video game. Obviously, you can't really do that <laughs> live action combat in a board game. It comes with swords. <laughs> it comes with swords. You beat, beat your friends. Mm-hmm. And beanbags just uses fireballs. <laughs> fireball. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it ported really well to a game. And it's fun, too, because the, the board game version of it, you can play as competitive or co-op or there's a solo variant as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've not done the solo variant. But the competitive variant and the co-op variant, both very much fun. So the premise of this game is you, as players, have been sucked into this uh, card game that has been going on. (laughs) Good sound effect, Mark. Thank you. That has been going on for millennia. I'm a Foley artist. (laughs) (laughs) So you are basically this little mini and you walk around the board, but the board is a number of encounter cards that are upside down. And so if you step onto a card, then you flip it up and you see what the encounter card is sometimes you have to do it. If it's, for instance, an ambush that attacks you, you have to fight those guys. Um, a lot of them are not. A lot of them are places with different effects uh, that can only be done a couple of times. And so you can choose whether to do that effect or not. And that's most of the game. You're just walking around doing these encounters. The goal of the game is to get more fame than the other players in yeah, the game. You want to be famous. You want to be just the most famous. You want to be like Lady Gaga. You want to get to be the fame monster. I don't get that I joke. also don't get that that's joke. That's for three people in our audience. Thank you. <laughs> As you're walking around, you can get fame in various ways. One of the best ways to do it is by fighting things. You play this game through three levels. So each level has a main boss to it. The first level is the jack. The second is the queen. And the final level is the king. 
They obviously get progressively harder. And then there's a giant deck of minions that you fight throughout this whole time, too. All the things have different effects there. It comes with uh, four different jacks, queens, and kings. And each of them plays differently and has different effects. So a lot of replayability to it. It's a deck builder of a game. So the entire time you start with the exact same deck. And then throughout the game, you're buying cards from the deck row. Haphazardly. <laughs> In our case, very <laughs> haphazardly. Um, so you are building your deck. There's cards that let you trash cards out of your deck. Uh, destroy is the term in this game. So you can clean your deck up and make it a little better. Or like Dan, you can get cursed so many times you're just trying to take the curses out of your deck. <laughs> That's the only thing I took out of my deck. Yeah. It's the only thing I put in my deck. So you're uh, building your deck. You're going through. You're defeating the jack. And then you wipe the board and put out new encounters. And then you defeat the queen. And you wipe the board and put out new encounters. And then you defeat the king, unless the king defeats you first. <laughs> Death is absolutely a thing that I've never played this game and not died at least once. Uh, when you die, you just lose a bunch of fame and lose some stuff, and then you're back next turn. Mm-hmm. I love that there's no player elimination. There's there's no loss of turn from death sure it hurts it has a penalty as it should because you died but it is not an overwhelming penalty by any means i mean dan died and dan won yeah and mark mark didn't die once and i died he died oh all of us died died. oh that's right all of us died once Mm -hmm. um so like death is just not that big of a deal my biggest complaint about the death mechanic is it totally depends on when you die sure if you die closer to the end of the game then that hurts you so much more because absolutely like the third stage where the king when the king comes out he follows whoever's in the lead yeah and if you're not ready to fight him like he's gonna kill you no problem so that's like i kind of just got lucky like i knew he was going to be coming for me because i saw him just kill mark (laughs) and and me and i (laughs) so the king moves two spaces and i was three spaces away so i knew i had two turns before the king was going to kill me Mm. And so I just built up the best I can. My hand was kind of crap, but I got a good draw mm-hmm. and it just worked out for me. I did not win due to skill. <laughs> yeah, but do you ever? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so average game then. Average the, win. The only game I ever win due to skill is the game of 49. Like, I, I am <laughs> you are really good, really at, good that. at that game. Yeah, you are that is a the shark when it comes to the only one I am good at. I'm terrible at If, that game. like, Bill and Ted and I had to play Death to, come to like, <laughs> I would play for, the game of 49 against Death. I feel like that's what I have my best shot at. Oh, man. I get this picture. Oh, man. We, we, I think we've talked about it before, but The Seventh Seal by Ingmar Bergman. It's a... Uh, <laughs> have it's we like, talked about It's like a pretty... very old Swedish film, but death, he, uh, there's a knight that plays Death in a game of chess. I just picture replace you with the knight, yeah, and the chessboard with Game of Forty Nine. Yeah, like keep Bam. everything else the same. Game of Forty Nine, <laughs> bring it on. If you're not familiar with Game of Forty Nine, look it up. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not very a funny, very complicated yeah. game. But uh, that's most of the rules of the game. Uh, yeah. So you basically just walk around until either the king defeats as many pl- uh, kills players as many times as there are players not that the king kills each player no he could kill the same player three he times. kill the same player three times which would really suck <laughs> but, uh, but uh either that or someone kills the king and that's how the game ends enjoy your negative 30 points idiot. <laughs> yeah. yeah i find it to be a, a lot of fun i really enjoyed as far as deck builders yeah. go i would put this in the same category as you like your clanks mm-hmm. and stuff like that i love the fact that it's not just you building this deck it's you also get to have a little mini and you also get to walk around and explore things and have mm-hmm. encounters. And there's a lot of replayability here. We on our time, we played less than half of the encounters yeah. in this entire play. I would say it'd take you three games. If you kept out every encounter you played, it would take you three games just to see each encounter one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that of course 
changes the entire way the game is played every time you play it due to whatever encounters come out. Uh, the co-op version, which you two have not gotten to play, is right. a lot of fun. It adds a special little quests for each individual character, gives each character a little power that helps out their allies. Mm -hmm. um, it comes with actually a campaign. So you go through these uh, these couple different scenarios. Candy and I have played through it, and we both had a lot of fun with it. Uh, we played through it twice, actually, because we played two characters the first time and then the other two because there's four characters mm -hmm. the second time, which made the game totally different because the powers changed entirely. Uh, the solar variant I've not tried, but given the way this game functions, I can see it working out really well. It's a timer track yeah. that goes on. Yeah, it, I could it, see it not being very hard to implement a solo in this. No, like, not at all. I mean, there's not a ton of interaction between the players. No, there's some interaction, and then some of the encounters that come up will be like draw two stacks of enemy cards to fight, and then the yeah. player to your left gets to pick which one you have to fight. Yeah, kind of or thing. there was one yeah. that like we had to discard. Other players had to discard cards or oh, like yeah. give another player cards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one's tough. Like yeah. anytime another player forces you to discard cards in this game. Yeah, it's because you're, you're not drawing yeah, back up before no, your you're turn. Just dealing, yeah. You're just dealing with so much less per turn. Uh, when it comes to deck builders, it's a very well-designed deck builder. Everyone starts with the same deck of cards, and then the stack of cards you can buy is huge. Yeah, it was enormous. Yeah. Uh, we went through probably a fourth of the cards that we actually saw in this playthrough. So, like, the amount of just stuff in it is is massive. Then you can also get relics in between turns, which Dan did not do at all. Why bother? <laughs> we, <laughs> Our game ended up going actually very fast through pure accidental luck killed the jack and then the queen very quickly yeah and so we actually didn't even see some of the encounter cards I on different all levels of them. yeah yeah yep. you did yeah. Uh, but you beat the king i beat all the king that's it's really is... funny i didn't fight any of them until the king was hoisted chased upon me yeah, until he <laughs> yeah. chased you down yeah. this is like a mark and arcadia quest like i was not doing good but i did finish the game by killing <laughs> the queen yeah well and at one point like i was uh i was decently far ahead in victory points and you guys were like yeah you know the game better because I played it obviously more times than you. And I was like, oh, don't you worry. Oh, yeah. And then sure enough, I died last place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It, that, it's really, Mark said it right. It's really when you die. Like, yeah. yeah. If, you, if you're going to die, it's better to do it in the second round. Yeah. For in sure. the third round. Yeah. I often die in the third round because you've taken enough damage by that point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like your odds of, and everything's doing me more damage to you. I, that's pretty much the game. What'd you guys think of it? I started and I thought it was fine and then I disliked it <laughs> and then I ended up really liking it and not cause I won that didn't, that's neither here nor there, but mm -hmm. cause in the beginning, like you don't really know what to expect from a new game. So you're no. just kind of trying to be open mind. Yeah. And then like Dave's just slaughtering all these characters. And I'm just like, this game's stupid. Like, <laughs> like, I don't understand. But then I started watching what Dave was doing. Cause there's a bunch of different cards you could, you could draft. There's in. four different types of cards. Right. And I don't know what's good. So I'm picking by colors. <laughs> I like green. Yeah, green's cool, right? Red yeah. makes you go faster. Yeah, so I'm watching. So in the beginning, I'm just like taking whatever. Like, I can afford this. I guess I'll get it. And mm -hmm. that is definitely a part of it. Uh, yeah, for sure. And then I'm watching Dave take more attack cards towards the end. I'm like, maybe I should also take more attack cards. <laughs> so yeah. that's what I just started doing. And it just happened to work out. But I actually really enjoyed it. I'm not a huge fan of the art, even though like it's the same art from the video it's game. It's like mm -hmm. really close is the thing. Like, I, I feel like if it were just like a little different yeah. or a little more striking or if it leaned into being a little more bold. It's like the enemy cards that I have the biggest problem. Like the city cards and all that is fine. Like mm. it's just kind of generic. Oh, wow. like See, I, thought the, I thought the enemy cards were kind of the most interesting pieces of mm -hmm. art. Yeah, I actually really like the art in this no, game. No, you guys are dumb. I don't like it at all. I can't Clearly my opinion is the correct one. But I mean, it doesn't affect the game at all. Like everything's clearly written. And, no, mm. there is a lot of art in the game. It's not like everything is just 
generic one look or anything. No, and yeah. it, it, really the only thing I didn't like was the look of the enemy cards. But I like I like the art on the weapons and the art on the other cards and stuff. Yeah, there were some really cool weapons that like just art wise. And there's mm-hmm. so many like yeah. it's hard to mm-hmm. and you could see that like there's probably some synergy going on with some stuff that I'm I sure there had is. no idea how to put together. <laughs> yeah. I really like the player board. So each of you get your own player board mm-hmm. and it's set up perfectly so you can see where to put your helmet, where to put your armor, where to put if you have a weapon or an offhand weapon, if you have a one handed weapon, you can have a shield. And the way that the board is designed, it's neat because cards tuck behind other cards and it's perfectly designed where you can read all of the game related text yeah. perfectly, mm-hmm. no matter like, you know, with all of the tucking. Yeah, so. it, I feel like it gets a little busy, like as you get more stuff. Oh, yeah. But I, I didn't mean, realize that, games. like, for example, I didn't realize that the trinket had its own special slot, even though it's your body, even though it said trinket right there. I didn't I didn't see trinket on my board like mm. that. I don't know if it was the font that was picked or like just the general design of the little squares like gotcha. on the player board. But yeah, I had I didn't read that as like a place where trinkets go. Right. I read like offhand, so I like okay, I'll put it in my offhand because mine definitely said offhand on the card. So I was like, oh okay, well, it go, obviously goes in the offhand. And then later on, I like lucked into a shield, and you're like, oh, you don't throw away the trinket. And I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> also, I thought you had a trinket. I didn't know it said offhand. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, like, that that would have gone in your offhand. Well, the good news is <laughs> I finished his last. Void. So. Yeah, the whole game is void. <laughs> <laughs> and even scoring at the end of the game is real simple. Like a couple points here and there because sometimes you get victory points for like killing dudes. So you have like a victory point tracker. And then at the end of the game, you go through your deck and every card you've purchased also has some victory points on it. Fame. Yeah. Fame. Sorry. Come on. And so I don't you, like to think of a victory. No, it is famous. I am the most famous. Yeah. So you go through, you count it all up, and that's it. Like the victory point counting at the end of the game. Is I thought very it was going to be harder, no. just because like Super every simple. card, like every card you draft into your deck has a different score on it. But it's, I mean, basic yeah. math. Just yeah. Add that you, stuff mm-hmm. up. Can you add be- numbers between one and four over mm. and over again in your head? Then you've got. I this. mean, to a point, I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do appreciate that the scoring was pretty pretty lax and easy. Yeah, because yeah. I thought it was going to be a lot harder in the middle yeah. of the game. I was like, victory points are stupid yeah, the victory the victory tracker only goes to 50 you can go i guess take a second lap yeah you can the lap of times that you could do that i don't well know. the only reason i know that it is theoretically possible i'm saying that because i've never done it <laughs> i just know that it is theoretically possible uh because in the co-op and solo variants you uh count your score at the end it's the average of oh. your scores so oh. uh yeah if there's three of us playing then we take the average of all of our scores gotcha. and that's our ending score it's more and math. you have to get above 70 to get the best score in the game an average of all of our oh, scores wow. must oh, be wow. above 70 nope we wouldn't no. have done that no <laughs> no 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 no, no. no, no. Do you have stuff about mm-hmm. Hannah Fate? I okay, do. okay, thank you. Yep. Uh, Mark, tell us about Hannah Fate. Hannah Fate colon ordeals. Oh, it's got a colon. It's got a little mm. fancy colon. So Hannah Fate Ordeals, published in 2018 by Is that right? That can't be right. Because you had it you've had it for how long? Uh, only a couple years. That's probably about it right. It could be right. Hold on. Let me let me get a mulligan on this. Yeah, thinking about it, that's probably right. Yeah. I, I know I kickstarted it. So there's that. Well, so the problem with Kickstarter, and it's not a problem. It just is the nature of Kickstarter. Like, I pay money for a Kickstarter game, and, and then I'll usually it. it takes so I... long to get it that I've forgotten yeah. that I bought it. And then mm. a present shows up at my door, and I <laughs> go, get oh, it yeah. A year to two years <laughs> later. Yeah, okay. Uh, Hand of Fate Ordeals, published in 2018 by Rubin Make Game. What? No, I can't read my own handwriting. It's Rule and Make. <laughs> well, that's totally Rubin different. Make was Rule weird. and yeah. Make Game. Uh, Rule yeah. Make's fine. <laughs> Published in 2018 <laughs> by a Rule and Make game. Uh, design done by oh, Barantis. Barantis. That's Single. it? Yep. At the end? Yep, like, like Madonna. 
Yep. Uh, oh. AKA Michael McIntyre. That's I guess is his actual name. But... Michael McIntyre. Yep. What's the that singer? Nah. Reba I'm... McIntyre. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? Fine. That's the one I was going for. Yeah. <laughs> no, Michael McDonald. That's what I was thinking. Oh, Michael McDonald. So smooth. I, is he like oh, butter yeah. on a bald oh, monkey? I hate all this. <laughs> yeah. What else do they make? Famous question for what's this for the the company? Yeah. Oh, I'm trying. Not Michael here, McDonald. Damn. I don't care what he makes. <laughs> he did Can't Forget I'm Not In Love Anymore. Can't Forget I'm Not In Love Anymore? That's the one. Is that the one? Can we start this whole thing over? What this whole thing? Just all of it. No, the whole episode? <laughs> yep. Trash yeah. it. Uh, Rule and Make Game also did Burger Up. <laughs> all right. I've never heard of that one. Love it. Smiths of Winterforge also. Uh, this is uh, Michael McIntyre's first game. Michael McDonald. Art done by Ian O'Toole, who did The Gallerist and Age oh. of Steam. Gallerist. Mm. Oh, both are very famous games. Yep. And then uh, Jesse Gillespie, and this was also his first game as well. He was oh. one of the creators. One of the creators. Let's score Hand of Fate. How many Michael McDonald's would you give Hand of Fate <laughs> out of 10, not you using have seven? You to score it like he sings, though. You, oh, yeah. Who's yeah. to her? <laughs> <laughs> uh mark how many what did i michael mcdonald's, out of michael McDonald's? i'm gonna give hand of fate six michael mcdonald's i thought you liked deck builders now i do like deck I, th- builders. I thought this is the one that turned you the thing about deck builders the thing okay. about this particular deck builder is they prepare for theory seriously <laughs> oh the theory is in next segment <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so this deck builder i like a lot of the things about it I never, and this is probably just part of like the way the game flow happened in this particular game session mm-hmm. that we played tonight. A lot of it was dictated by what you guys were doing, okay. like killing bosses before I had a chance to upgrade my stuff. I never felt That's my deck got Dave appreciably <laughs> better. Um, I also did not get time to upgrade my stuff. <laughs> yeah, and then the other issue that I had is that the timing of the death penalty can have such a wild impact on the end result that you manage to get in this game. Like, if you die at the end of the game, you're going to lose the game. All of us died at the end of the game, though. All of us died in the third round, Mark. Yeah, no, no. But, like, I'm saying it's the it's the person who dies first in that situation. He who dies first. <laughs> yeah. Because at I that died point, first. At that point, and I did have, not win this game. That's true. Yeah, but, I mean, here's, so, but, you, again, what happened is you had more time to <laughs> gain more points. Was- than I did. I did, but I still didn't win, though. I won. Yeah, but, oh my gosh. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> the the death penalty, yes, I, I do think there should be some sort of death penalty, but losing 10 points just as the game is about to end, like, that's such a crippling way to, hey, to you do You should have died sooner. Yeah, I guess I should have just been more terrible. <laughs> Good point. Well, that, I, yeah. You yeah. know what? I agree. Yeah, so, I should have been worse. I don't know. Like, what you, you should just, do is die when you don't have 10 points. Yeah. <laughs> so like, if you're going to do it, do, like, if you're going to do, early, do it early. And that's what I'm saying is, like, that's the major problem that I had with the death penalty in this game is that while steep, there's also not a ton of ways to mitigate damage. Um, no, you can get shields and, and stuff. It's, and but it's all about like just kind of kill the guys instead of taking their damage. Yeah, I well, I mean, that. true. But if I <laughs> if I could do that, like I would love to. I would have tried to do that. I tr- yeah. did try. Yeah, a bunch of times. Yeah. So anyway, I'm gonna give this game a six. All not right. that I didn't like it. It's just like I don't know. That's a very harsh. Six penalty. is not a bad score. No, it's a very yeah. harsh penalty to get. I at like the how, very end of the I game. like how strongly you defended it. Though. <laughs> yeah. I'm very uh, passionate about my thoughts about this death. I guess so, Dave. How many Michael McDonald's out of ten? Yeah. Would you give Hand of Fate not using the number seven? Yeah, Dave, take us to the streets. I would give you a smooth and <laughs> sultry 
Nine. Nine. I really like this game a lot. I love deck builders to begin with. Yeah. I freely admit that. I've also gotten way more plays of this than you have. Mm -hmm. And the death penalty to me, like all of us lost 10 points throughout the game. Like it, all of us died once. So we all got the exact same penalty. Yeah. So when you died, meh. I think it is very well designed. It's a ton of fun as a co-op. I really enjoy it as a competitive, but I actually prefer it as a co-op. Yeah. I was going to say, I would love to play this game again as a cooperative experience. Where and like, then change your yeah. trash opinion. No, my trash opinion is quite solid. No, Thank you. My trash opinion remains. Yeah. If there's one thing I know about my trash opinions is that they don't change. <laughs> Hand of Fate out of 10 Michael McDonald's. <laughs> not using seven. <laughs> oh, what, what a dumb thing to choose. It's all um, dumb. I also give it a six, though. I, I like it, but if I'm going to play a, a deck builder, there's other ones I'd rather play. Like Clank. Clank or Aeon's End I'd rather play. I mm -hmm. do enjoy Aeon's End, but co-op. But it, Yeah, it's yeah. co-op. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know that my opinion would change that much on co-op because it's not like competing with you guys. I, again, I'd, I didn't play co-op though, but just based on the competitive, I, I agree with Mark that timing of death definitely has a lot to do with it. I wish there was something else other than victory points, honestly. I don't know what else. I but There's no victory points. It's fame. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Ten. I give it ten. ten. <laughs> You've oh, convinced me. Yeah. <laughs> Dropping dimes uh, over here. Yeah, I don't, and I don't have any examples or ideas of how to make the game without victory points. Mm -hmm. It's just, I don't know. For some reason, I don't. It fits weird. It's a weird mechanic to have in like a deck builder. I feel like, right? Yeah. So in the video game, fame is not any sort of victory points. Yeah. Fame lets you, if you're famous enough, then it lets you equip things. Oh, I because see. you have to be like certain amount of fame to equip this bigger, bigger, better weapon gotcha. or whatever. So I don't know why fame ended up being the way that you scored it in yeah. this game as opposed to the video game, but I don't have a different way to do it. Yeah, me so neither. That's in the video the game, what constituted a win? What was the win condition? You, you just kill no, the guy. You, you just kill the king? No, in the video game, you lose. Okay, it just keeps going until yeah, you lose. you go until you lose. Gotcha. Okay. There, there are scenarios you can win in the video game, but like my favorite way to always play was endless because you just go until you lose and you see how okay. far you can get. Yeah. And that's it. You just see how far you can get. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I like tech builders a, a fair amount. I am certainly not any good at them. <laughs> I'm sure there's some strategies that I'm missing. I like the game. I played again for sure. But oh, yeah, for six sure. Is not a bad score. Six, <clears throat> six is, is not a bad average. score. Um, so that is Hand of Fate. Uh, we're, what we're going to talk about last night and during our talkic Rolling right from deck builders, we're going to explain more in depth of deck builders. Yeah. So if you're you're not sure about deck builders or you have questions, we'll probably not answer them, but like <laughs> maybe we will. I mean, we'll see. We'll spout a bunch of garbage and you'll uh, yeah. just listen to it. It'll be fine. Mark, tell me about deck. Where's your foot on that? Nope. Oh, sorry. Nope. Uh, tell me about deck builders. Deck builders. Bob Vila. Deck builders. Mm, I see what you did. This there. old house. Yeah. This, this old, old deck. This old deck. <laughs> this old deck. <laughs> yeah. Get it out of here. Build. It. Talk to me about elements of a deck builder. You have I, a deck. So mm -hmm. I actually have a question Nailed about it. this. I'm ready. Okay. Maybe I can answer or guide you towards the knowledge that you seek. Is a, That's the key of intelligence. Yeah. Is a deck builder only like where you start with a generic deck and the game is building it? Or is a deck builder also like magic where I'm sitting around forming my deck on my own? And then when you play, it's just that deck that you have quote unquote built during your not game of playing time. Two separate things. So mm -hmm. one is what so one like the magic the gathering it's collectible it's a card TCG, game but no it's a collectible card game collectible card game mm. yeah so that is like your deck building goes 
before the match. Whereas in like the genre of deck building, it, you, all of your deck building is on an ad hoc basis. Mm. Like they are decisions that you make on the fly, given information that you have, currency and, available, and resources. And deck builders, you start on the same level. Mm-hmm. And yeah. in, in Magic, you could have different cards than I have. Because I love deck builders that I'm talking about. Deck builders yeah, like yeah. Hand of Fate. Mm-hmm. And I, I greatly dislike deck builders that I have to sit around and a build my own deck and spend a lot of time doing that and mm-hmm. b buy who knows how much money in cards yeah, yeah. so that i can have access to things that could maybe beat someone else i've never played magic i have played it i've played it but as i've well. never i've never built a deck like i've played it with friends of mine that had multiple decks mm-hmm. built pre-built that they built and then handed it to me and then i would lose terribly because i have no idea what's going on yeah tap the forest yeah sure there's yeah, something about a saw. swamp is there yeah. and i don't know fire spirit so when i think planes Channel Fireball, Black Lotus. I'm just saying things. <laughs> so when I think about deck builders like this, like Hand of Fate, like Clank, like uh, Star Realms, mm. I really enjoy we all start on exactly the same level with mm-hmm. exactly the same deck, and then we all have access generally to the same pool of cards. Mm-hmm. And so you're buying whatever you want to put in your deck and trying to build it throughout the game. And I really enjoy the feeling of building that gives you, where you start and you feel weak. And then as you go on throughout the game, you, you feel weaker. You for feel, some <laughs> you like, feel stronger. Why is my deck so big? Somehow it's bigger <laughs> and worse. But a good deck builder to me ends when you get powerful. Normally, Hand of Fate also does that pretty well. We mm-hmm. had the weirdest, shortest game I've ever played of yeah, that. I yeah, wasn't it was very power- weird. At no yeah. point did I ever feel like I was equipped to kill the king. Well, no, I certainly was so wasn't weird. powerful. I just had a super good draw. Like yeah. all my good cards came up. Right when they came and, up. And yeah. some and sometimes that is part of a deck builder. For sure. It's yep, luck sure. based as well. Mm-hmm. You can build the best deck you can imagine, but at the end of the day, if every draw comes up as the worst draw you could possibly have, right. you could still lose. Yeah. So there absolutely is a decent amount of luck built into deck building. Yeah. I Did, think maybe is one of those things. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I got. Yeah. So like a lot of deck building, you'll notice like the resources that you use to purchase cards, to upgrade your deck, and to also manage it during the middle of the game those are all like in very short limited supply Mm. so it requires a lot of decision and thought as to like okay well do i take the super powerful offensive card or do i pass up the opportunity to i don't know slim my deck down a little bit to make it so that i get those powerful cards more often Mm. or do i make take this card that'll let me buy better cards in the future or do you take a bunch of curses (laughs) Mm -hmm. i don't i think that was less a choice that you made (laughs) yeah (laughs) i I took so many curses on other people's turns that I was just like, what's happening? Why have so many curses <laughs> You're in my getting hand? Bullied. You're getting bullied <laughs> yeah, so hard. I didn't even know how to play. Yeah. All that stuff is like definitely just key elements of the deck building. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you kind of touched on that, Dave, about the whole collectible card game versus deck building. Mm. Because a lot of the roots of deck building take place in the in the 1990s with the release of Magic the Gathering, with the release of the uh, Pokemon trading card game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was the first ever deck builder I got super into. Was Pokemon? The, the, Pokemon. the Pokemon. I loved the Pokemon. I had a friend who got into Yu-Gi-Oh! So yeah, I had some Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. Yeah. And that was the first time I'd ever, like, sat down and constructed a deck. Like, and it was a thing that boggles the mind because I was, like, 12, 13 mm-hmm. years old. Yeah, I was an older teenager. So yeah. I wasn't, I was too cool for that. Yeah. Not me. I've never been cool. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of those like early uh, inspirations are drawn from the deck construction of like your collectible trading cards where I was like, okay, I need X amount of resources to be able to field this stuff. Other uh, inspirations are definitely derived from like living card games 
like Android Netrunner. Yeah, yeah, which is a game I've played a couple of times. What's yeah. the difference between a living card game and a collectible card game? So collectible card games, you're going to buy booster packs, right? And they could have anything in there. Yeah. So the living card games, you know what's in the pack. Oh, so, you're so buying, everyone has access to the same. Right, you're yeah. buying upgrades okay. to the... So And they're continuously putting out these packs that you are just upgrading your deck with, but you know what's in the pack. You mm. know what's coming with it. And then collectible card names, I mean, who knows? You, I see people buying like boxes of them, of the uh, decks, and then showing them online and people liking that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, those are cool cards. I like it. I like yeah, it I like that. I, I, I like it. Double click. Like, <laughs> Double click I like, that. I like it too, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those people yeah. like it. I like it. I know. Uh, shout out to Andre and Squid, the two biggest Netrunner fans we know. Yeah. Uh, that's who I played Netrunner with was uh-huh. Andre. And Andre had played it a long time and is very good at it. And <laughs> and I, le- much less so. But I like, I tried, I, and it was fine. It was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, how much fun can you have like just getting utterly destroyed at a game like over yeah. and over again? Mm-hmm. It's dead now. Netrunner's dead now. I was going to say, I think uh, I think a lot of those games are kind of... Yeah, FFG killed dead, it. So. Dead. And the other thing is, too, is like for those collectible card games, the living card, there's like such an established meta. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, Absolutely. here's like the bare minimum that you need to be able to compete in a situation. Mm. Like there's different flavors of like, I don't know, if you're doing magic, red and blue decks. I mean, you have yes. like black and white. I don't know. Sure. Yellow and orange. This mm-hmm. is I all, love that purple deck. This is all Lilac. very rudimentary, so you'll have to excuse me if I'm like, you know, getting everything totally wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I couldn't correct you. I have nothing against Magic the Gathering. No, it, if you like it, play it. Also, like it pulls in so much money yeah. that like yeah. a lot of keep, board game stores. I was gonna say it keeps board game shops alive, like mm-hmm. Magic the Gathering. Yeah. So like I'm all for it. Like and if so you guys want to play it, yeah. Absolutely. For you, we salute you. Yeah, thank you. I salute you for for helping keep the stuff I like alive. Thank you, Magic the Gathering, and thank you, Warhammer 40K. Without you guys, like it'd be so hard for a lot of hobby shops to make ends meet. Yeah. All right, so fast forward, early 1990s. We're going to go all the way to 2004. Oh. 2004. Mm, I was alive. I was a junior in college. Finishing high school. I was out of the Marine Corps already. No, yeah, finishing high school. God, time doesn't work Yikes. right anymore. <laughs> so a game called Austin Poker is Austin released. Austin Powers. Austin Poker. Powers. Austin Powers Poker? Yeah, baby. No, nope. don't. no, no. <laughs> don't <right>. do that. <laughs> so <laughs> we shut that down real fast. You really <laughs> committed to I it. I did. Too. And it's so, uh, it gets so late and it's so weird. But anyway. Austin Poker, released in 2004 by Alan Ernstein. Basically, Austin Poker is a variation of five-card stud. Okay. Where the player who wins the pot gets to use money from the pot to buy cards for the next round. Oh, okay. That is the, Interesting. That is the most primitive deck builder that I was able to find. Huh. That's kind of cool. I'm not a poker fan. I freely admit that. I don't really yeah. care for poker. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'd play that. That would be interesting. Yeah. Super interesting, I thought. And it's yeah. like actually like a... A little game that came in like a box and it said ah. Austin Poker on it. Hmm. I'm not f- too familiar with it because like details on BGG were kind of <laughs> a little scant <laughs> about it. Has. You don't say. Yeah. The next big, huge development in deck building was in 2007, a game that was published by Fantasy Flight Games based on a video game property known as StarCraft. Oh, really? Yeah. So StarCraft, the board game, got released in 2007 and basically contained an element of deck building where as you worked up the tech tree, you got cards that were added into your deck to increase the combat effectiveness. This of is your StarCraft troops. the board game. StarCraft the board game. That's cool. Yep, that sounds could, fun. I'd play it. Yep, you could play as hard to find. Protoss. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Like play as Protoss, Zerg, or you know Terran. 
Yeah. Whatever you're into. Yeah, build more Marines. Yeah. I've played the video game. <laughs> AB Marine. <laughs> Always be marining. <laughs> yeah. The video game was fun. Like, I love those old, like, Command & Conquer Red Alert. Oh, yeah. That's Starcraft another, like, and, like, Age of Empires. Like, if someone's really good at that, they'll just trash you so oh, quick. Oh, <laughs> like, no. What happened? I, I was oh. still, like, gaining resources. Yeah, I didn't yeah, have yeah. any troops. Yeah. I was about 50 minerals away from my first batch of Zerglings. <laughs> yeah. And my base is on fire. <laughs> like, uh, Some guys rolling in with siege tanks. Oh, no. No. <laughs> yeah, rut, rut, rut. <laughs> So uh, 2007, StarCraft gets released, and basically the first ever proper deck builder ever released into the wild, Dominion. Oh, oh yeah. I have played Dominion. By I like Donald. Dominion. Yeah. Dominion, it, have you played it, Mark? I've never played Dominion. So Dominion, and there is like a lot of expansions for Dominion. Mm, I've played with one or two of them, I yeah, want to say. Yeah, Dominion is, is a really solid, solid deck builder, mm-hmm. and it is like themeless like yeah. there's like no yeah. theme yeah, to it yeah no theme. <laughs> like it has some like generic medieval theme mm-hmm. going but it's like the cards have really nothing to do with it and it, but it's fun like it's still it, yeah but it's, it's like a deck builder a hardcore deck builder but it is yeah, well and better. some of the expansions man it adds so many different cards that yeah. like replayability of that if you get a bunch of expansions is massive and they're like and when we say expansions we're talking like big box expansions. oh yeah it's like full more games so it's like five or six of them it's crazy right. yeah it's fun yeah it was wild like the way that Dominion made such a huge splash in the industry, mm-hmm. designed by this guy named Donald X Vecchio. Oh my gosh, yeah. Donald X Vecarino. X Vecarino. Uh, <laughs> so Vecarino released it in 2008 at Spiel. Yep. And uh, apparently it was huge success. Like I read mm-hmm. a lot of anecdotal uh, stories about people saying, like, we, we played it for like 12 hours at a time. Oh, wow. Loved the game. I mean, it's, it's good. I don't know. If it's we have 12 but, hours. But at the time, it's groundbreaking. That's true. It's mm-hmm. never played yeah, anything I like mean, it. you've never seen anything like that. I can't do anything before. for 12 hours, though, because I'm getting old. But <laughs> sleep. I can't even <laughs> no, sleep I for 12 sleep hours. For 12 yeah. hours. Yeah. I can't yeah. sleep past six. I'd have to go to bed at six. <laughs> so, uh, things that I thought were pretty interesting about Vecarino is he uh, got his chops by studying Magic the Gathering, ah. which is like where a lot of this deck construction skill came from. He designed an unofficial 90-card expansion that were given away as price stickers during 1996's Manifest. For Magic? Yep. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So. I didn't know it was called Manifest. Manifest. I like that. I like oh, it. yeah, Manifest. Manifest. Not like Manifest Destiny. No, like a no. mana Like a fest- festival of mana. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun that's yeah. a cool name that is a lot of fun um basically uh using that he was able to meet with wizards of the coast once a year to test new game designs before eventually landing on the idea for dominion mm. huh i wonder how much money he got for that i hope all of them are. i hope all of it <laughs> i thought it was pretty funny uh even though it was a huge success there are people online who were complaining about the fact that uh it was overly designed and that it got somewhat boring after uh, only 230 games. <laughs> <laughs> and I said oh, 230 man. games is great value. Two, yeah. If I played anything, games. 230 games. You know what? I may have played, if you count the app as well, I may have played 230 games of Star, Star Arms. Arms. I played way more games on the app than I did I I have, have in person. I have also. I know that I've played over 100 games on the app because the app tells me. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm pretty sure Candy and I have probably played over 100 games as well of the two, actual cards. 230 230 games. games. It got boring after 230 games. I can see that. Yeah. I, I think anything is boring after 230, times. 230 <laughs> times of doing it. Yeah, yeah, it's a little boring. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty... <laughs> Yeah, it's not really a fair judgment. It's such a weird complaint. <laughs> it really is. It, it did make me laugh so hard. 2009 saw the release of Thunderstone by AEG. Okay. 
uh, and offered a heavier game for more experienced players. Yeah, so, Thunder sounds good. Um, I guess from what I gathered, like Dominion has a biro similar to what's in Hand of Fate, where you have cards that are available to purchase. Like, it's like currency. a town. Yeah, Thunderstone eliminates the biro again. I'm not, I've never played either game, so it's kind of uh, hard for me to. I thought there was a place you could purchase cards in Thunderstone, but I haven't played in a really long time. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. Plus, again, I'm like I said, I'm getting older. Things, things don't stick like they used to. Sometimes I think things are other things. And plus, that's <laughs> the fun thing about doing research about a genre I'm not familiar with at all. Because yeah, you're not a deck builder boy. I could just be making it up. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm certainly not going to do the research. Yeah. yeah, that's mark work. Yeah. Seriously. For sure. Sorry, guys. This is what you get. <laughs> I'm not the hero you need, but I'm the one you deserve. Cut his pay. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Your pay is cut to zero, Mike. All right. So 2010, Ascension by Stoneblade Entertainment. Uh-huh. I haven't played Ascension, but... I hear it's good. I hear it's like good things. Yeah. Utilized a centralized Biro. Mm -hmm. Biro made gameplay faster and more approachable while also introducing an element of luck to the proceedings. I don't know. I haven't played (laughs) a session. Yeah. Again. I've never played. I've Wealth learned of information. I was going to say, I've learned that, like, I don't know, we have, like, a huge blind spot for deck builders. Well, you don't really care for them, so obviously you don't own any. I'm, like, coming around on deck builders, which I was going to touch on a little later with ten when I talked later. about my experience. <laughs> ten with... years later. <laughs> Just ten years later. Yeah, yeah, I like them a lot. I don't know as there are as many deck builders as I don't games. own a ton. I, like, I sent you guys a picture of what I own. I own, like, Clank, Eldorado, Dragonfire. Neon's and End. Neon's End, yeah. And that's yeah. really, that's like, it. it. Yeah, yeah we, we just don't have, like, a lot of yeah, them between like, us. I, like I have them, Star though. Realms. I have Hand of Fate. That might be about yeah. it, too. Like, it's just not as big of a genre as a lot of other things out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and part of that is just, like, it's relative, like, recency. Mm. Like, again, it just start, it just became a thing 12 years ago. Yeah, that's true. So probably not as, like, profitable as legacy games are. Like, where you can charge more for a legacy game. Oh, I see what you're saying. Mm. Yeah, like, it's not as marked up. So maybe there's not as much incentive for game companies to make them. I don't know. I got that's, nothing. That's business. 2014, <laughs> Star Realms gets released. Star Realms, huge favorite around this table. Yeah. Love Star Realms. Yep. We, I think we've all had the app at one point or mm-hmm. another. Yeah. yeah. It's great. You it's, can buy it real cheap. And, it's the yep. only game that I own that I sleeved all the cards. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I mostly just did it because, A, shuffling a deck that big. The deck is hu- I have every yeah. expansion for it. So the deck is huge. So shuffling a deck that big, the uh, sleeves make them way easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but two, I also have played it so many times. It's yeah. good. Because otherwise, my starting deck cards would be all warped and looking weird by now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like I like Star Realms. It's a great uh, deal. Yep. It was designed by two Magic the Gathering alumni. And, that makes uh, sense to me. It blended the ad hoc deck building with an HP-style victory condition. Mm. So where, like, uh, yes. in Magic, you're trying to drive your opponent to zero authority or HP. Ye- I agree. It's called. Yep. Finally, I the, don't know about that in Magic. The other huge early deck builder was the DC Comics deck building game. I've played that. I was have not. it? Was it good? Yeah, it was fun. I think that it wasn't as good as some of the other deck builders out there. Yeah, I believe it was one of the first cooperative deck builders. Yeah, I, I'm not going to give it a review, but I do think that it is no, not no, as good as a lot of. Yeah, you brought things. it. Well, I brought it up. You have to review one it, out of ten. I'm not using. Give me seven. one out of ten. Um, uh, plastic hips. Oof, ten. Oh, yeah, if it's Michael Keaton Batman, then Batman. yeah, I, I don't even have a choice now. How is it possible that the Mike Michael Keaton Batman is underrated? Underrated by whom? Yeah, a lot of people. Great. A lot of people think that Christian Bale thinks like the best Batman. I even like the follow-up Batman movie called Birdman. <laughs> Birdman. <laughs> that was a weird movie. It was a very weird. If movie. You, that, oh, that if whole... you had to only watch Michael Keaton movies or Val Kilmer movies, what would you choose? Oh man, Keaton. Oh man. Because multiplicity. Multiplicity. I like great. that movie. It's yeah. great. He puts in a slice of pizza in his wallet. He was in it's the funny. other other guys too. <laughs> it's, it's 
best pizza in the world. It's fun. It's good. That's a good it's a, gag. It's a pizza pocket. It's a pizza pocket. He's in Other Guys. He's the captain in Other Guys, uh-huh. which is very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good question because like there's you some, like Val Kilmer movies. There's some good depth in Val Kilmer, but Top there's Gun? also some. You love trash. Top Gun? The Saint. The Saint. Awful. <laughs> What's a good Val Kilmer movie? Uh, Tombstone. Oh, okay. Top Gun. Sure, if you like that mm, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, Top Gun. Never Gun's... seen any of those movies. You never seen, seen Top Gun or Heat? Tombstone? Yep. If you like Heat, heist movie. Heat is good. Uh huh. That is it. Okay. <laughs> that is all. I'm not willing to fight you about that. <laughs> Heat, Heat is good. Heat is good. <laughs> um, where was I? DC Deck Builder dropped in 2014. First, one of the first cooperative deck builders where you take the role of a Justice League superhero. And you uh, fight members of the DC Rogues Gallery. Yep, that is that game. Yep. <laughs> You've done it. it. Oh, man. I know exactly what that game plays like now. <laughs> um, yeah, that's basically your history lesson. There's a few other interesting deck builders I was able to find out about. Uh, the first one was A Few Acres of Snow. Oh, man, that's very popular. Yeah, do people love that? They do. Yeah, I didn't know if it was like a, a well-known game or not. Yep. It's a historically it. based two-player deck builder where one player assumes the role of France and the other England as they uh, compete for North America's natural resources. These re- these mechanics would later be redeployed in Mythotopia. I don't know what Mythotopia is. I guess is... it's just like a newer version of the gameplay. I don't. It reminds me of all the Monopoly games, like Dogopoly. <laughs> <laughs> Mythopoly. Horrortopia. Yeah. Commissioned, which is a faith-based deck building game with area with elements of area control. Uh, in which, <laughs> what area are you controlling? <laughs> <yep>. <laughs> Using their deck, uh, players adopt the role of early apostles to spread the faith throughout the land. Oh, you're spreading faith? Yep. In oh, so it's like... So are, wait a minute. In this game, are there different faiths being spread? No, there's just <laughs> I there's am the, the one. faith. Okay, there's the one faith, <laughs> and you're competing with uh, other you people? You are competing with other apostles to spread the good word further. Yeah, that's exactly what religion's like. <laughs> <laughs> yep and then finally um paperback which is a deck builder which is a cross between scrabble and like a regular deck i heard building. that's good i think it, i'm not smart enough to play that though yeah you have we're to not spell, good at word games yeah yeah i, I was thinking about dave when truth. we were playing this and then i thought about letter jam and all the issues that dave was having during oh, letter jam so many i couldn't figure out any of my letters in letter jam <laughs> <laughs> so that's a brief abridged version version uh let me go again you're having a, a time yeah, it's kind of late. All right, uh, that's a brief abridged version of like the history of deck builders. That's everything I was able to find. Yeah, cool. I I really like deck builders. I, I adore deck builders. Yeah, I was not a fan mm-hmm. honestly until the pandemic started, and I had all of the time in the world to play Slay the Spire. Yeah. Which, which is I great. Think I've, a great I, think I've, I think I've definitely mentioned on the podcast before. Yeah, I mean it's available for everything. I I think because mm-hmm. I know you can get it for the Switch now too. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a perfect Switch game. It yes. is a perfect Switch game. Slay the Spire is such a good game to teach you deck building yeah. too, because mm-hmm. obviously with video games, like it makes you follow the rules. That's one of the things I liked about the Star Realms app. Yeah. It makes you follow the rules, so you can't get things wrong, and you learn things like order of playing your cards really matters mm-hmm. because uh, cards synergize with each other. So if you do one thing first from your hand and another thing second, you will do better than if you do them in the opposite order. Right. Yeah. So it teaches you to read all of your cards and then think through how to best strategize playing these in what order. Yeah. And it teaches you like it's great to get the, your starting cards out of your deck mm-hmm. some sort of a trash mechanic is very necessary in a deck builder yeah um it teaches you that buying cards that synergize with each other is very important yeah not just buying whatever and sometimes not buying something is the best decision you can make while playing a deck builder exactly which i find an interesting mechanic 
because you have these resources you see cards you could afford and everything in you goes well these resources are just wasted if i don't buy something mm -hmm. but that's not necessarily true oh, yeah, you don't if, want to add fluff to your deck exactly maybe not buying something is the best decision you can yeah. make in that moment I, I think about the best experiences that i've had playing deck builders that you like this last experience that we had playing Hand of Fate was pretty positive in my opinion. Mm. I also had a, a wonderful time playing Slay the Spire. Yeah. And then I think about like the worst experiences, like playing Eschaton at Gen Con. Where, like, oh, yeah. Because before I had all of the practice and before I kind of understood like kind of what's expected from mm -hmm. you in a deck builder. Yeah, totally polar opposite things. And that's kind of like where I'm coming from when I say I'm not like full on deck builder, but like I'm yeah. getting there. I personally prefer, I think, my deck builders to be co-op. Yeah, well, but we also just love co-op I love co-op, too. Yeah. So but, we're, we're biased there. But, like, Big Book of Madness is another deck builder. Yeah, mm -hmm. I do enjoy that one. And that's a good co-op deck builder. But I do love Clank. But Clank's so wacky that, like, yeah. It, yeah. it's it's still very fun. I could get bogged down in that. Mm -hmm. Just like any game. So I, <laughs> I got to buy stuff. Yep. I got the money. Always be building, Bob Vila style. Build that deck. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Make that's, it sturdy. That's our... <laughs> It's <laughs> so weird. Uh, that's our deck builder topic. So if you have any questions about deck builders or want to correct us about everything mm -hmm. we just said, mm -hmm. feel free. Yeah, we're fine I, with it. We're not going to fight you over it. Oh, please. Like, I'm wrong so often that it's... <laughs> yeah. totally, I'm used to it. I'm totally used to it. That is episode number 31 in the books. Love it. Let's talk about where we want these people to go. All right. Yeah. So if you... To safe, Canada, to safe locations. Oh, if you want to talk to us or interact with us, Facebook is the best place to do that. And Mark here is the Facebook guru. I'm a chatty Kathy yeah. on the internet. <laughs> Just on the internet, though. Just on the internet. You'd see them in person. Internet. So if you go to Facebook.com, hit that magnifying glass, build those words one step letter at a time. Every time. Every time. You have to go to the magnifying glass, because if you don't, you won't know where to find me, which is at Random Draw Pod. I'm there. Me, 33 other people, waiting, engaging. Waiting, looking, searching for slowly you. Slowly constructing decks of long, dead games. <laughs> you know, if you're on the board game subreddit or one of the many D&D subreddits, there's a good chance I've talked to you on Reddit. Yeah. But, I, I think all of us are on Reddit, But that's too. anonymous. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. If you want to check out our Instagram page, you'll see all the games we've been talking about. That is Random Draw, a board game podcast, underscores between each word and you'll uh we got lots of stuff there the best way to get our show is to subscribe to your favorite podcast provider because uh, you never know maybe we'll come out early one day or late one day you don't mm -hmm. have to go searching for it you just it downloads right to your player podcatcher of choice we're, technology <laughs> yeah we're doing pretty well now we're back on our schedule yeah. of every other wednesday so like we're, we're trying our best but when on wednesday well that's anyone's guess who knows <laughs> dave will send it at a certain time at an, a different time i will publish it yep and then it takes several hours to get to the internet. So, I mean, it is what it is. Wednesday's yeah. the day you're looking for it every other Wednesday. Um, so this will be out. The we're like a one. friend you expect on a day, but like also don't know exactly when. Yeah, we're like you expect us to show up, but we also don't have a cell phone. So we can't tell you <laughs> uh -huh. when uh -huh. we'll be there. Like we could be there at breakfast time. We could be there while you're in the shower. Yeah, that's definitely because I Lurking. see you through the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every other Wednesday. Every I'll other Wednesday. be there for you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and now for something completely different. Are you guys familiar with uh, a cognito hazard? 
<laughs> I'm not. <laughs> what? No, I'm not familiar with a cognito hazard. So I just learned about this concept uh, this week okay. while, while listening to a podcast about philosophy. Dan, wildly speculate on what it is before a we A cognito find hazard? Yeah. Yes, Dan. So I remember when I was a child, I used to read a series of books called Incognito Mosquito. Oh, I remember those. <laughs> he didn't, was a detective. Didn't, mm-hmm. didn't read any mm-hmm. of those. No? No, huh? You should check it out now as an adult. I'm sure it's just <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure well. it's aged like wine. <laughs> So Incognito Mosquito was like a private eye or investigator or something. So Cognito, what is it? Cognito Hazard? Cognito Hazard. Yeah, that's what he encounters while he's in his investigations. Cognito Mm. Hazards. Because he's incognito and he's like, oh, look out, a Cognito Hazard. (laughs) And he takes a run for it. Gotcha. And I was thinking it was like the nemesis of Magneto. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So like non-metallic metal man. Exactly. Like it's just a plastic dude. Like yeah, Magneto, Magneto can move metal and uh, (laughs) Cognito can move plastic. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's like, that'd be a good fight. Yeah. Yeah. Like not, he can't move everything. He doesn't just straight have whatever the broken power where you just move all objects or whatever. Just plastic. Just plastic. There's a ton of plastic in the world right now. And that's the thing. So then ultimately I Magneto, he's getting, up there in age oh yeah gets a hip replacement it's oh no oh, oh, no he doesn't get one of the old steel ones no nope. <laughs> gets a plastic, gets a plastic hip replacement and can his you? arch nemesis can just, now just, just smash cut to open doorway <laughs> cognito stands hands on hips time to pass the torch old man oh, and he just, <laughs> just removes the rip, bam yep rips his old man hip out oh, it's just no. magneto on the floor he like has to has to magnet a bunch of metal around his leg to hold his leg back on you know that's a real gnarly fight. That's I love awful. it. Sidebar. <laughs> I have a funny story this about an MRI after this Cognito is, Hazard. This is definitely what it is, right? Yeah. yeah. So a Cognito Hazard. I know what it is. I just heard it. <laughs> yeah. I just explained <laughs> to you what it is. <laughs> a Cognito Hazard is an idea or a concept that you're not aware of, but once you are aware of, it fundamentally destroys your understanding of the world. Oh, like the glass breaking moment in your life? Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. So the guy likened it to like a basilisk, where if you look at a basilisk and you become aware of it, it kills you. Mm. So, and the reason why this was a topic of conversation. (laughs) I would expect him to be like, you know, like when you find out Santa's not real or something like that. But no, apparently it's. (laughs) Right. It's just like, exactly. It's like, you you know, like a basilisk. When you see this (laughs) mythical creature. (laughs) It's like a big snake, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but this is a concept from philosophy. It's a thought experiment called Rocco's Basilisk. Oh, Rocco's Modern Life. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, familiar good with stuff, that, right? Yeah, Roscoe, Rocco's Modern Basilisk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like on a, it was like one of those like weird Silicon Valley tech boards. Yeah. That this was like first posed to the world. Yeah, synergy in the sort. Synergy. I don't know if I want to tell you guys about it because like. Because we'll if, make fun of you? No, if it turns out to be true, then like this, this is all my fault. Like well, we have how many hundreds of people who downloaded these episodes? If their life wasn't fundamentally changed by some of the other terrible things we've yeah, said. Yeah, are you going to say something that fundamentally changes my life? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to well, unleash some try. real eldritch horrors onto the podcast. Go on. Right All right, no, I'm go ahead. Let's I'm joking. See. Spoiler alert, this could fundamentally change your life. <laughs> yeah. I don't if know, you're I don't know what it this, is. Yeah, if you're worried about this fundamentally changing your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, Skip forward like three minutes or so. Okay. I also will plug my ears. I like my life. <laughs> yeah. So Rocco's Basilisk basically states... <laughs> Let's go with the Basilisk. <laughs> the dumbest name. That... 
In the future, there will be an artificial intelligent being. Is this Terminator T2? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> if this is an omniscient artificial AI, it will be able to... I don't believe that an AI could ever be omniscient. Omniscient. Omni- like all-knowing. An AI can know way more than me. Maybe uh, but omnipotent not is the word I'm Google already knows of. more than Omnipotent me. is all-powerful. It will also not be all-powerful. All powerful. There will be things that it is limited. Anyway, what if it can stop, move metal? Stop. You're, you're derailing <laughs> the thought move experiment. What if it can move plastic? <laughs> You know what? Now maybe it is all powerful. So if this computer has the ability to... uh, We should unplug it. You guys that? We should unplug it. No, it's using you as a battery. It's using you as a battery. Yeah. Oh, I've seen this movie. (laughs) (laughs) So basically this thought experiment says, okay, take for a fact that there is an omnipotent, omniscient AI. I'll make a wild assumption. I will will assume something that I do not believe is possible. Go on. Continue. (laughs) My life so far fundamentally unchanged. Oh, yeah. It has it would eventually be able to work out the ability to like basically make simulations of human consciousness from the past. This is the matrix you're talking. No, just, just okay, relax, all right, relax over the killer. <laughs> so this is fine if, if it's a benevolent uh, AI, mm-hmm. but if it's a uh, malevolent AF, AI, okay. uh, what you'll find is like it will just look for excuses to torture people. Why though? It's, it's just going to make evil. Hitler clones over and over again because it can. And so basically, the thought experiment states that if it is able to run simulations of your consciousness, it will then punish people for not helping having helped bring it to life faster. I saw a documentary about this once. And in that documentary, they said that they tried a perfect world, but the host kept rejecting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was the one where it uses us as batteries, right? Yeah. <laughs> That does so, sound familiar. So, all right, Mark, I get okay. what you're saying. Yeah. I have a few large okay, well, problems. Okay, hold on. Let me finish. Let me okay, finish. So basically, on. basically, what this is saying is that- Is it uh, we can't get a robot by to the walk very no- <laughs> Yes. By the very knowledge of this thing's existence, like if you don't help to bring it about faster and you're punished for all eternity, do you then help it or then do you refuse to help it? So first of all, I know nothing about making an AI anything, mm-hmm. but so you would, I am incapable of helping it. You would think so, but you could also donate money to people who do know how to make AI. Mm. I'm not gonna. Those Number two, money. here's the other problem. Uh-huh. It can't torture me for eternity. Yeah. It could, it I'm could gonna make, die at some point. it could absolutely probably make like a copy of my synapses and then torture that, mm-hmm. but that is not me. That is a copy. So that I is, will not experience anything that's why that you don't copy make a copy of a copy. Yeah. So that is your that is your philosophical take is that even if it is a copy of you, it is not actually you. My philosophical yes. take is we will be long dead because be we dead. can't take mm-hmm. care of this planet mm-hmm. yeah. before we create before we create anything. the AI. Yeah. I'm I inclined to dead. also believe that yeah. as well. I will be dead because I don't take care of this body very well. <laughs> yeah. So apparently, yeah, so, they're not going to make this in the next no. forty years. So this is so this like thought experiment like kind of went around like this message message board forget the name of board because you know why, uh, would nerds I, why, would I take notes? why would i take notes six chan <laughs> <laughs> but like apparently this drove like several silicon valley types into like needing rehab like needing really? counseling because it oh, was man those yeah. people are not in touch with reality no, yeah. no and that's what happens when you take dmt 
<laughs> is that the moral of the story? Don't take DMT. Yeah, this is actually a uh, this that. is actually an anti-drug ad. I was gonna say, are we just a dare podcast now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is your brain. This is your brain on. By drugs. the way, guys, I got some interesting emails. I need you guys to clear. Mark, <laughs> before this episode airs, Mark, I have something so much more important than that to talk okay, about. Okay, let's talk about it. Did you hear? So, Dave, I don't know if you know this. The I know very little. The Probably Washington not. Redskins will I be for changing. Sure don't know. They'll this. be changing their name. Yeah, because Washington Redskins is very offensive. Team. Yeah, are they gonna change it to the Chubby Cherokees? No, also offensive. <laughs> Very offensive. I assumed it was, like I just assumed it's going to be something else offensive. No, no. I, I think, mean, given half the chance, I'm sure Dan Snyder would try. I think it's going to cost them a lot of money, so they're going to get something that sticks. Yeah. So like the Florida State Seminoles have the backing of the Seminole tribe. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good, and also Seminoles is not an offensive term. Yeah. So Redskins, not so hot. Yeah. Like Chiefs. No, Chiefs is I, fine. I would say not offended. Yeah. That's yeah. A, not offended. Yeah. That that's what like one of the things they are talking about changing it to is like the Warriors like okay mm-hmm. that's fine mm-hmm. or red tails or whatever. i love the red tails i do too but so the company They'd go faster the company so that owns the company that owns the washington redskins website uh-huh. just put in a claim on the site called dc sentinels the sentinels is the washington football team from the replacements <laughs> Oh, with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> and if that happens, I'll be the happiest person oh, ever. I straight so love the replacements. Wow, they're going to go with the Sentinels? I don't know if they are, but that this is like one of those theories like, well, this company put in this bid, but also one dude in DC bought up a ton of things. Like yeah. he also said it's his hobby. It's my hobby to buy uh, websites with names on it. <laughs> it's like, copyright. Yeah, come uh, on, dude. Potential names. Yeah, it's yeah. to sell them for a lot of money. For that sure. is for sure. Why and listen, you do it. That, if that's the way you roll, no shame in the just game. Say just, like, just yeah, say it. Like, yeah, I beat you to it, dummies. Yeah. yeah, be like, listen, Dan Snyder's been robbing the people of DC for years now. It's what time is it to get some uh, of it back? I think it's like Nissan.com is not owned by Nissan like to this day. I think it's one of those car companies. Mm. It's not. So if you go there, it's not owned by <laughs> Nissan. It is not a car website, which is crazy. That's really funny. They like refuse to pay this guy or he refuses to sell or something. I don't know. Just, I would yeah. definitely sell it for enough money. Just, and my version of that is not that much. Yeah. It's just some guy that bought like an Altima like one time. <laughs> like, I like this thing. Let me well, register this. Back when the internet first started, that happened nonstop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because tech people would be like, I'm going to buy up Pepsi and Coke and, yeah. you know, like everything. And then Pepsi's mm-hmm. like, hey, that's our name. And he's like, well, you don't own it. Yeah, that's right. I own the domain. Hey, good news. This is America. Yeah. Sorry Everything's got a price. <laughs> yeah, I would do that. Please. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not above I'm kind of disappointed in Sentinels. I was really pulling for Red Tails. It's not guaranteed. I know. Well, my problem is you said the DC Sentinels, and my first thought was, I'm pretty sure the Sentinels are in the Marvel Universe. They are. (laughs) (laughs) Which showed how how sports-oriented I I was. I had to hurry that drink of coffee so that I could just tisk tisk you. I was so mad at that joke. But it's true. I watched The Replacements like two weeks ago. I watch it like a couple times a year. Hmm. It's amazing. I don't think I've ever seen it all the way through. What? I've never seen it. Footsteps Falco, baby. Keanu Reeves in that bad boy. I know. It's got everything I should like. It's a who's who cast of hilarious people. Oh, tell me more. Sell me a movie. Okay. I will. (laughs) (laughs) So in this uh, world of of football, Mm -hmm. the players have gone on strike. Okay. And the owner said, we're not losing money. We're going to hire scabs. Scabs are replacement players. Mm -hmm. Yep. So they go. So they get the Pinkertons. So, so they <laughs> okay. So they bring in they the Montana the, Pinkertons. They break the line. 
So they hire all these old school players, like players that just couldn't make the NFL yeah. or whatever this fictitious league is. Footsteps Falco was this highly acclaimed college quarterback played by Keanu Reeves, but he blew it in the title game and then like retired from football. Like, like Roberto Agunye. Exactly. He had his mm-hmm. foot blessed by the, by the <laughs> I don't, Pope. I don't know what that means. So, so goes oh, out I'm sorry, Dave. Roberto Agunye is the official kicker of the Random Draw podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was a great college kicker and then came in the NFL and he was terrible. He was just not great. And, mm. But he did get his like blessed by the Pope. Yep. Which is Pope's blessings not very powerful specifically toward kicking footballs. It's weird. Yeah, maybe he thought it was a soccer player. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he gave the him, the gave him the wrong blessing. blessing. That's, why, that's why he always curved right. <laughs> Mess his blessing. All I'm out here bending it like Beckham. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Which is great if you're a soccer player, but terrible if you're a field goal kicker. So Footsteps Falco agrees to come back all right. with all these other like wild cast of characters. Zany? Oh my gosh, okay. so zany. John this, Favreau plays a linebacker, but he's this, a police officer. One of the other linebackers, convicted felon in prison that they somehow got on a work release to come play. <laughs> it's a great it's a great position to have a convicted felon. Oh my gosh, the best. Linebacker or like defensive. And end. of course, like they butt heads in the beginning but in the end mm-hmm. they're pulling for each other the running back gets hurt and they're like oh we need a new running back and he's like take this guy whatever his name is the convict and then everyone looks at him and he's like oh give him a break he's going back to prison and like <laughs> that's the line I'm like whoa wait a minute now uh, gene hackman is in this he's the coach well. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, i recommend highly recommend mm-hmm. it's on uh my dvd <laughs> uh, it's on my dvd it's also on the streaming somewhere quick lightning round let's DVR? do let's do face do you mean dvr no i have a dvd of oh it. you own the dvd yeah. <laughs> Let's Blu-ray. do a quick lightning round. Uh, favorite sports movie, starting with Dave Hubbard. Uh-oh. Oh, man, I have so many. Go yeah, ahead. you went the wrong direction. I know. Uh, That's why I went is, with you first, so I let's buy be honest, time. This might I not be so favorite many. sports movie for me. This might be name a sports okay. movie. Okay. Is it Seabiscuit? Um, <laughs> is it Angels in the Outfield? <laughs> is <that a> sport? <laughs> I've never seen either of those movies. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, probably remember the Titans. Okay. okay. I just yeah. watched that yesterday. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. I said in You Virginia. know what shocked me about that movie? Uh, 1971, that movie took place. Really? Yep, 1971. I was like, wow, that's America's a real dump. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, yeah. guys. 1971, we can't Specifically the Deep South. Yeah. yeah. It was in Virginia. Racism is much oh, is more it? recent I forgot, than... I thought it was like in Alabama. Nope. It was based in Virginia. Nailed it. Yeah. Okay, very good. All yes. right, Mark, you go. Do you have one? I do. Is I like... Space Jam? Oh, Space Jam is not great. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Can I take my back? <laughs> Oh boy, I really like Any Given Sunday. Okay, that one's pretty good. That one's guy like, cuts a car in half. Yeah, with that, a saw. Mm. With a saw. And it's it, Lawrence it's got, Taylor. <laughs> it's got that amazing Al Pacino speech in it. It's okay. Yeah, about cocaine. No, not in that scene. And I'll, I'll always remember. <laughs> I'll always remember uh, Jamie Foxx hitting on Cameron Diaz, but he mispronounces her name. Her oh. name's like Pagniacci, and he's yeah. like Miss Pagini or something like that. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> oh, that's, man. That's fine, I guess. Dan, is yours Rudy? Little Giants is it also is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not Rudy. I like Rudy fine. I watch a lot of sports movies. Is it The Legend of Bagger Vance? I do love The Legend of Bagger Vance. But if, Smith, I had right? to choo- yep, if I had to choose a golf movie, it would be Tin Cup. Oh, I was going to say uh, Tin Cup. <laughs> Tin Cup's great. Tin Cup's really good, too. Uh, Kevin Costner, right? Yep. Kevin Costner. How do you feel about Happy Gilmore? The world floods. It's fine. Yeah. People love that Adam Sandler. I, <laughs> you, I like Happy Gilmore a lot, actually. I do, too. It's a funny movie. Mark does not like Adam no, Sandler. No, Adam really? Sandler is not great. See? He was great in The Cobbler. <laughs> I didn't see The Cobbler. <laughs> I tried to... What's <laughs> that? Oh, my God. What's that? That was a deep cut right there. <laughs> what's that new one he has out? It's a Uncut gems. gems? That uh, was a rough watch. I only watched like an hour of it. I, it I started it, but it was like... It was a lot. If it's you hate watch. Adam Sandler, why are you watching his movies? Well, this oh, was like Oscar nominated. Yeah. He was like nominated for awards for this. And occasionally Adam Sandler can do like a serious role. He can fool you. 
Here's 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 my here's problem. The, here's, here's the thing about Adam Sandler. Here's my problem with Adam Sandler. Like I've never seen a dude consistently settle for less. Oh, not like, money wise. No, 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 not money wise. But like rich in, mm-hmm. in the amount of effort that he's willing to put into a role. Because you see a movie, you see a movie like Uncut Gems, uh-huh. or you know what's that other like uh, Funny People? Yeah, yeah. He can be like a good dramatic funny person, mm-hmm. but he's like you know making fart jokes and picking his nose <laughs> on the set of Grown Ups too. <laughs> Who? Which don't get me wrong, like if I had all the money in the world, I would do goofy stuff with you guys too. Sure. I also want to have a career. Here's my question for you. Is yeah. it why is Death to Smoochie the best Adam Sandler movie? <laughs> Here's my question to you. If you had to watch one actor's movies between these two okay. for a year. A year? Like, yeah. These are the only movies I can watch. Mm-hmm. Only movies you can watch. They are Adam Sandler okay. or Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Jim really? Carrey. No. Yeah. For sure. No. Yeah. Well, you're I just watched like, I just watched the Truman show. Yeah, you, over yeah, and over but really I can't Dan Jim Carrey. No? Because no, not at all. Because I he can't do a serious role at all. Like, there, I, feel I like, mean, he did in Truman Show. No, that was not a serious role. It was yeah, still it was. All, no, it wasn't. It was still all wacky. He did draw yeah. a picture of a space helmet on in a mirror. And was I like, mean, yeah. Houston. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's he's all that's wacky. That's how the movie opens. Um, but yeah, I think Jim Carrey. <laughs> what would you watch? I would watch Ace Ventura. Dan Marino's in that. Yeah, that And you know what? I don't like the Ace Ventura movies. Oh no, I can't stand them. No, I don't like them. I, I'm not saying I, I like love everything. Liar, else. liar, perfectly fine. I hate mm. liar, liar. Oh, you hated liar, I liar. I like that. I can't stand Cable Guy. It's because I don't like that wacky Jim Carrey. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, but there, I feel like as a general rule, I like Jim Carrey movies more than I like Adam Sandler. What's the, the one set in New Jersey? Sunshine of the oh, oh yeah, Sunshine of the Spotless, of the spotless Mind. Mind. Movie. That movie's fine. People that movie's love it. Garbage. <laughs> I like that movie. People no, love it, and I'm like, you do ah, have garbage okay. opinions. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I'm fine with that. You're, I have lots you're of a opinions. Cultural dump monster. I have so <laughs> many opinions that statistically, at least some of them must be garbage. Who's made more money, Jim Carrey or Adam Sandler? Adam, Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler right? by sure. a lot. Yeah. Well, well he put Adam out a Sa- ton of movies. Well, he also writes, directs, and owns the production company for most oh, yeah. of the movies. Yeah. Happy yeah. Madison. Yeah. So that alone does a ton of yeah. extra And money. he has that Netflix deal. He oh yeah, a, he has a Netflix mm-hmm. deal to do like five movies with Netflix. That's worked out fine yeah. for him. And that's the thing too. It's like I think he's a way better businessman. Yeah, for sure. But then I think it kind of just depends on like what you want to do. Like Adam Sandler just wants to have fun and make money, which is fine. Or that sounds great. Blackjack. Huh? What? Or Jack Black. Jack Black. How do you feel about <laughs> Black, Black Jack? Jack? How do you feel about Jack Black? I like Jack Black. Yeah, I'm pro Jack Black. You know why I like Jack Black? If it Black? were a choice between the three of them, I'd take Jack Black. Me too. Yeah. You know why I like Jack Black, though, is because he's a like total awesome person. Like, yes. If you see he's him in real, life, in real like, life, he's a totally cool guy. Yeah. And I'm not saying Jim Carrey and Adam Sandler aren't. But, I don't know. But I don't know, but there's way more evidence of Jack Black <laughs> yeah. being cool to regular people. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, talk about a guy who just is doing what he enjoys. Yeah. Tenacious like, D. I could listen yeah, to that. That's great. They're always I even like Nacho Libre. I'll be honest. Nacho Libre. You know what? I had my daughter watch School of Rock the other day. Uh-huh. Good movie. She loved it. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. like, that's because she's got good taste. Yeah. She's like, we could play instruments. And I was like, no. Even... <laughs> no, we can't, Kira. Yeah, no, no, we can't. Not uh, if you have any of my jeans. You can't. <laughs> did you watch the uh, Goosebumps movie with him in it? With Jack, with Jack Black? Black? Mm-hmm. I did not, but I did like I think Night in the Museum I one think, that he was in. I think it might be too scary for you, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you that I've never. This was fun. I've never read an R.L. Stein book. No. Sure. Yeah, I used to like just. I watched some of Kira's watching like the old like from the '90s Goosebumps show. Oh yeah. Some of that's like kind of scary. I'm not saying I was super scared, but I was like, well, this is kind of questionable. Damn. One yeah. time, uh-huh. I saw half an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, the answer was yes, yes. for two weeks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the answer was terribly. Game over, man. Game over.